Welcome back to um, podcast number four, uh, Evil GT. Are we starting this again? We're starting it again. The only reason we... Well, you don't know we've started this again. We could have just gone with that. We could have done. Well, but we had some distortion. Well, I was, we? you've, you threw me off because before you press record, you could have just said, right, we'll start that again. <laughs> well, you are ever the professional. You could have just gone with it and thought, right, well, we're doing this again. No. Technically, this is podcast number probably eight. Because we've had a few problems oh up to Oh my now. God, we've had power cuts, we've yep. had memory cards not in this jalopy yep, thing that's here. definitely in it now because it's working. Yeah. And we've got a continuous power supply uh, for the battery, for the uh, camera that we've got, just because it, it'll run out otherwise, won't it, to our podcast. The battery's not going to last two hours. And I think it's giving a little bit of distortion on the audio. It's like a bit of interference in the mm. in headphones, lad. But anyway, we'll work through it. Hopefully yep. it'll be okay. If anybody does hear any dodgy noises, just uh, yeah, give us a shout and we'll try and address it for the next one. But we've not gone with the normal music, have we? Well, we did, but you've well, like, I'm, I'm cut giving, that out now. I'm giving it again because you like again. this music, don't you? You love it, don't you? Well, it's it's very podcasty, isn't it? It's like radio station podcasty. It is, but at what like point it. are you going to listen to that in your in your sleep? Probably a lot. And I reckon, like there's, as like I said before, most podcast people have that as their intro music because it's pre-programmed into this. Well, it is, yeah. But you can change it. Yeah. And we've not done it yet because we're that busy. I mean, we must do 170 hours a week working on this YouTube podcast, we? everything like that. Or you might. Definitely. I do 17. Mate, like even today, my missus will say to me, you didn't leave the house until, what time did I, what time did I leave the house? I can't remember what time it was. What time is it now? Is it about two-ish? Well, the, the microphone thinks you've left the microphone. I know, yeah, I'm not loud enough now. Yeah, you're good now. But I'd, I've been messing about all day. I've had the council on at me. Mm-hmm. Long story, very long story. Cheeky pricks. And then I had to sort the clear out because it wouldn't start. Well, we've got a few things to discuss before we even get on to the stuff we're going to discuss in this uh, podcast. Now, the first thing is, this Clio thing that you couldn't get started, I'm absolutely amazed at how you got it started. You're going to have to tell everybody now. Right, so... Uh, the battery was like half flat. It was it, it didn't have enough power to crank the car, so it was lights on the dash. And what, you, what you should say is half empty. Half empty. Because what did you I are, say? Half flat. Half flat. Actually, no, you should say half full. Right. Because that's the more positive way of looking at it. Yeah, PMA, positive mental attitude. That's one, yeah. Um, but anyway, it didn't have enough juice to start it up. And um, so Ben, who moved the RS4, he comes to pick it up. And take it to VBT because it's having new brakes. That's tomorrow at half eight in the morning. So we proper left it last minute. Tried it again today. Still won't start. Put a brand new battery on it. Still won't start. Keeps coming up on the dash. You all right there, mate? Yeah, he's yeah. I'm just um, checking my messages. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm listening. Okay, Neil. I've you, heard this story before. You, you tell have, it, You're not telling me. No. You're telling everybody else. Right? I am. It came up on the dash <laughs> saying, foot on the brake, which is weird because it's manual. You'd think you'd it'd say, put your foot on the clutch, which yeah, you usually does. This is foot on your brake. I'm listening, yeah. Press start which I did, then it says turn wheel and press start again, which I thought, that's weird. But you can hear, when you do it, you could hear like a, a super faint click if you if you really listen closely. And it was coming from the steering column, so I thought, obviously I'm a professional, I'm an Audi trained technician, so I should be able to piss Renaults, right? Easy, man. Can't be that hard. Easy. So uh, I was like, that's definitely the steering lock, that. So much go, I thought it was like a solenoid, it might be, it might not be, I have no idea, but it sounded like... A solenoid. You know when we print some photocopiers days? Plenty yeah. of experience with solenoids, me, Everybody mate. knows the printer and photocopy days. Because everybody of experience. on Patreon knows. Yeah, exactly. I mean, people feel your pain. No, nah, it was sound, that. It wasn't that bad. Right. It's just people whinging at you, which I get a lot anyway from you. Well, yeah. So, uh, anyway, I um, 
I assumed it was that, but I rang Ash, you know the guy who built your track half, yeah? I do know And Ash, he yeah. said, I've got a mate who's a Renault specialist. Um, he, uh, he, you know, he'll know, so let me ring him and I'll, I'll give you a shout back. So anyway, he did. And he said, what you've got to do is, foot on the brake, hand on the steering wheel, take, oh no, so you've got to take the bottom half of the steering column off. At this point, the, the plastic cover flat thing. again. No, 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 it was brand new batteries. It's brand new. Fl- it's gone flat. Then. No, it's brand new. Um, it was a top of the range Lion one. Um, nice. <laughs> it's like a no frills from Euro car parts. But I uh, took the bottom of the steering column off, the bottom half, and then um, we had to uh, bang the, 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 it's like a square thing in the steering column, which is obviously the, the uh, steering lock thing. Yep. So we had to bang that as well as we're pressing start, wiggling the steering wheel with our foot on the brake. Uh, and then literally, giving it this, I was like wiggling the steering wheel from the passenger seat. Ben, who come to pick it up, was banging the little block thing behind the steering column, and we got it started. I can't believe that you had to go to all that trouble just to get... Why can't... Start, you change a battery, and yeah. the car should just start. You right? think so. You would think so. But and, it looked like we was nicking our own car. And that's why French cars get a bad rap. I don't actually mind the Renaults, to be fair. I do actually like Clio's and stuff like... You know, the Clio Sport. Yeah. But they do get a bad rap. Yeah. Just because they're shit. Just, it's just little... Uh, oh, French, know, basically. Little quirks, in it. Just little quirks like that. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it was because the battery was a bit dodgy to begin with and it's just sort of shit itself and we put a new battery on, it still wouldn't work. I don't know. I don't know if it was just caught a little bit, but I tried everything to get that steering lock off. Because obviously, most like every car, I think, if you can't get the steering lock off, it won't start. Well, I didn't know that until just now, yeah. yeah so yeah. I'll bear that in mind mm. if that ever happens in the future. So obviously, you've got to usually you just give your steering wheel a bit of a wiggle. You know, bit of bit of one oh, yeah. of them, and then you know it'll it'll away you go. But well, you should be good at that. Yeah, I should be skiing. <laughs> um, well, you're in a wheelchair, <laughs> <laughs> wheelchair skiing, <laughs> big twenty twos on your chair, twenty two inch. <laughs> but, but yeah, so we, we is, got it sorted in the end. I mean, what's the best thing? To, I mean, everything that comes out of France is shit, right? Mm. I mean, what what is good apart from baguettes? French wine's decent. I mean. There's not much though, is they wine and baguettes? That's cheese. the only thing. They do decent cheese. Yeah, as but well. loads of places do decent cheese. You yeah, can't just do. say, you know, you've got to be somewhere that just France do it good, and nowhere else can do it because obviously, yeah, the French are just the, the masters of it. I think the thing with the French is that, like, when we go abroad, you know, when Brits go abroad, most countries don't like us. Like they think we're dickheads. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I'd agree with that. But then on the opposite side, we actually think that most countries are sound. So I've been to Germany. I've been to Spain, I've been to Italy, I've been like Croatia, I've been loads of places, and everyone I thought is like, ah, oh, you know, they're nice people here. Mexico, America, sound people, right? You go to France, and I think the feeling's fucking mutual. Oh, the French hate us, we hate the French. Yeah, it's, and it's weird, isn't it? There's obviously a reason for it. Mm, they're, they're, they're French, mm. and that's enough reason to fucking hate them. <laughs> <laughs> ain't it? No you one likes I mean? the French. But... Again, Renault. Renault have made some good cars over the years. What, what's it called? And some real shit. Renault. What? What? Renault. Renault. It, what? Renault. It's not Renault. Yeah, Renault. It's not Renault. I know Ren- that's how it's spelt, but that's not how it's Ren- said. Renault. 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 It, Renault. 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 Fucking Renault. Reno. What the fuck's that's Reno? like? Yeah, it's just Renault. A-U-L-T. I'll fucking pronounce it how the fuck I want. I've been saying it like that for shitloads of years. I know, you I know sound like I mean. a fucking right simpleton. Well, it's probably right, isn't it? I must be fucking sat here with you. Fucking Reynolds. Talking shit for two hours. And yeah. people, I don't know who's more fucking simple, the people that are listening are us two. 
<laughs> Do you know what as well? I caught fucking James at Waxing Away saying Reynolds. I think it might just be a Manchester thing. Yeah, because it's the fucking right way to say it. It's got a T in it. It's getting fucking pronounced. Mate, I don't T. like the French, but I'm with them. You know, like considering Renault is a is a French car, they they you, sort of pronounced let, it. Let's be honest. Way. You're from fucking Stoke. Yeah. You can't teach me how to talk. Listen here, duck. I'll tell you how to talk. I mean, you can't even follow simple instructions. I can. You can't. I said, put the mic away from you, turn it in, and you've fucking moved How's it. that? Better. People want to see your face. I know, but I keep having to do this, and it's really fucking annoying me. Right, if you do it... You're, you know you're right. behind yours as well, don't you? Yeah, do it like talking to it now. Why? There you go, it works. Right, okay. So yeah, but what about when I do that now? Now you can't hear me. Yeah, well, don't... <laughs> just go back like that. So now I'm on the edge of the desk. Yeah, which Brilliant. is good. Fucking in, miles away. Am I in shot? Just about. Just right on the edge. Well, and come, now come my fucking headphones then. don't reach. Come closer. Stupid and, this, man. And, and turn it. Listen, I'm a professional. I can't there work under these there conditions. It's perfect. Right. You've, got it, you've got it bang on now. Right, yeah, but I've got to sit up now. I can't slouch. To be honest, why, why is mine... Are we still getting that interference, do you think? No, we're all right. Right. But you've got to... Like, so from where I'm sitting here, that's directly in front of your face. No, it's not. I can see. This is it. It's not. It's 100% not because I was watching the video the other right. day. Okay. All right. All right, mate. I'm just trying to help you out. But right, you, so already you're giving me grief. I am. You're being very aggressive. This is what happens in Stoke. You're telling me off. I've not, not been told off for a long time. Well, you need to be told because right. you don't you don't follow. Even your missus says you don't follow simple instructions. Listen, it weren't my fault it went in the wrong hole, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know his missus says all the time, every Saturday, every Sunday, whatever, every weekend day, she says, you didn't put the bins out again on Friday. It's like, well... I forget. Why, it's why, a simple wh thing to forget. Why I'm, are you even complaining about that? Because you should I'm double busy. I am double busy. I've got shit to do, me. And the putting the bin out on a Friday is like the very bottom of my list of priorities. And also, I'm getting kin, caution letters for putting the bins out on a Friday anyway, so I'm not going anywhere near it. Oh, you need to listen to this. You need to tell people. This is the... Um, I don't. I don't know if I. I don't know if I find this funny, or uh, it's not funny because he's been cautioned by the. Technically, he's he's got a caution, so not only has he got a criminal record in America, he's he's got a criminal record here now. I know, and this isn't like a DMO thing where it's cool to get you know the police and arrested and all that kind of shit. I've never been cautioned before in my life. However, I got a letter from the council on Friday. What day is it today? Monday. So on Friday, just gone. I got a letter from the council. And it was basically saying illegal, illegal deposit of waste. So what they're trying to say is I've been fly tipping. Right, so around the corner of my house, there's a, a, obviously another road and it's literally around the corner. You could walk there in two, two minutes, if that. And uh, they said that there was 10 bin bags, black bin bags, all lined up neatly on by this bin. It definitely by a public wasn't you bin. then. No. Because you would have just flung them anywhere. Exactly. I don't take the bins out, do I? But... Um, was that? I, I should have just... But he said, inside one of them... I mean, this is... Uh, you'll all have a laugh at this because, obviously, it was a... Uh, you know, it's food-related. He went, uh, your name and address was on a pizza box inside the uh, the thing. And I went, was it Papa John's? Everyone knows. <laughs> if you know, you know. Domino's have gone right off it, round by us. Shites. We had three in a row and there was shit. So we've gone to Papa John's and you know what? I'm quite enjoying myself. When you say Papa Domino's John's. is shit, that's your opinion. That is my opinion. Yeah, the that's last not a three fact, pizzas, is it? No, no, the last three orders we had, and that was spaced over, you know, a significant amount of time. It wasn't like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but the last three pizzas we've had from Domino's, we've given three chances round by us, and the three of them, in my opinion, were shite. Three strikes and you're out. That's it. You fucked it for yourself. Hey, I tell you what, people 
They don't realise, do they? No, they don't. Now the takings are well down. Oh, we they will to, be. We used to smash the Domino's. You're four a week, five oh, a week. Easy. You know, easy. you'd have it. Let's be honest, you'd have pizza every single night. I love pizza, me, mate. I love I it. I know you would. I you know. would have it every single night. Maybe one it. night off. Maybe. You know. I'd have a Y food for that. <laughs> well, you don't actually eat shit food anymore, do you? I mean, mm. Y food, this is food to you now. That is food for me, mate. Mm. Happy banana. That is by far my favourite flavour. Happy banana. Yeah. Uh, I tried the vegan banana. It's just a bit. That's thicker. The normal one is thicker. I don't know what they do to the vegan one. Vegan banana, which is weird because surely banana. I was just thinking, surely bananas <laughs> for fruit. vegans anyway. It's like you don't have to take any shit out of it, do you? <laughs> don't know. It depends what they're putting in it. I can, that, that's the thing with food. You can't even keep up. People say eat healthy. You'd eat a banana. Oh, it's not vegan, that mate. <laughs> You'd be Apparently like, fucking hell, I'm eating a banana, right? <laughs> Full of potassium and yeah. other good stuff. The only bit I know is potassium, which doesn't sound good, does it, when you're eating potassium? No. You know, if someone come up to you in chemistry at school and say, eat this potassium, and you'll be like, fuck that. I'm not eating that shit. You're not trying to kill that. me. Yeah, exactly. But it's supposed to be good for your brain, isn't it? Yeah. It's supposed to make you cleverer. <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose you need to eat more bananas, don't we? But then again, monkeys are thick as fuck, really, compared to us, aren't they? They yeah, eat yeah. plenty of bananas. They do. Yeah. So I'll rest my case. <laughs> anyway, um, so we have got a bit of a subject today. We have. And if anybody's wondering about my bin story, though. Oh, you're not finished that yet? No, I haven't. <laughs> I thought you'd finished Fucking it. Fucking hell. It's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, you, do you know why I thought you'd finished it? Why? Seriously, 100%. Why? why? It's because you've told me twice. I have. Because I've told you. He told me over the phone. Yeah, fuming. And that took half an hour, so fucking sit down and (laughs) put your feet up. Right? It is a good story, to be fair. And then he come in and told me wife. So I've heard it. This is the third time I've heard it. And it's still a good story, but I did actually think you'd finished. (laughs) So uh, sorry about that. Carry on. I'm Um, still choking to death. No, I've not finished. I mean, we're on more or less 14 minutes. I don't know if if that's like the thing, because we pressed this at different times. But... I mean, we're going to be on 45 minutes. No, it ain't going to take that long. So anyway, on the letter, Mr... What was his face? We'll call him Mr. Councilman. Um, it was quite a threatening letter. He's and an absolute it, bellend by the sounds uh, of it. And in it, right, so he put on it, uh, he read me rights. He said, you're under caution on the letter. You not. You do not have to say anything, blah, blah, blah. I was like, can you even do that in a letter? Surely you can't. And the council, who's the councilman? He's not the police, is he? Anyway... So this was on the Friday. I tried ringing the number on the letter, no answer. Tried emailing, no answer. Monday come, first thing was about nine o'clock, half nine, gets a phone call. And uh, he's like, hiya, mate, it's Mr. Dickhead Councilman here. Um, Can you tell us his previous job as well? Yeah, he was a copper for 10 years. Yeah, but every copper I've ever met have been sound. Is it just retired coppers or like ex-police Oh, retired coppers will be sweet. And the ones that are not arresting you for anything, they'll be sweet as well. Yeah, fucking hell. So he, he, the, the letter was worded that I'd fly-tipped, and then how he was talking to me on the mobile phone sounded like he was basically saying, you've you've fly-tipped. I was like, mate, who in the right mind would dump their own um, waste on a street that's like the next street over and, ha- you know, not check to see if your name and address is on anything? Who in the right mind would do that? You, you must have to be a fucking idiot to do that, surely. So this guy from the council knew you, didn't he? No. Well, how did he know, how did he know you well, were a dickhead? <laughs> He's a dickhead. <laughs> so uh, anyway, he was just like, well, we, we've reason to believe that it's come from your address. I was like, well, fucking no shit, Sherlock. It's a pizza box with my name and address <laughs> on it. You don't have to be Sherlock Holmes for that, No. Do you? 
So I said, I'm not denying it's come from, it's not come from my address. Like you'd have to be an idiot to deny that. I'm not denying that. I am denying that I've put it into a black bin bag. Bearing in mind, me, it goes into recycling because it's a cardboard box. Goes in my blue bin and everything's loose in there, isn't it? You don't, yeah, course, you don't yeah. put stuff in a bin bag to go into your recycling. It's all loose. You just chuck your cardboard and your bottles and all that kind of stuff in there. I mean, I, I think, because I've heard this story three times now, the more and more I listen to it, the more and more I start thinking conspiracy theory. Yeah. Right, so Same. what about you order a pizza to your neighbour's address, right? You fucking hate this neighbour, right? You fucking yeah. hate him with a passion, right? Mm -hmm. You order it to their address. You don't want to lose out on the pizza, right? So you sort of like mingle around. And then as soon as you see Papa John's coming up, because they have that massive thing on the outside saying Papa John's, don't they? Yeah. So you, oh, I'll take that in, mate. And anyway, you take it off them because you, you give them a two quid tip, right? So they're buzzing. They'll just go away. Um, you don't give them a tip, do you? No, that's shite. Oh, I thought Have that. you seen how expensive look at, these pizzas are? <laughs> by the look on your face, I thought. Yeah, when you, keeping you them in a two, job single-handedly, me, pal. <laughs> two quid, yeah, yeah. So you do that. Then you eat the pizza, so you've got your money's worth. Then you get the box. You put it with all your trash in a black bin bag. And then you just fly tip it, right? Yeah. But nothing else in the black bin bag. So you get rid of a load of shit from your house, right? Yeah. Doesn't clog your, your bin up. Yeah. And you also fuck over your neighbour. Now I'm not saying I would do this. I'm just saying because I know you, there's a lot of people unhappy with you over the years, right? So I'm thinking, is that a way of someone might get back at you? And I think you've been cautioned, right? Under caution. So yeah. technically you you're in the shit, aren't you? If this happens again, you might get fucked over for it, right? You yeah. might you might get sent to court. You might get a fine. And when they see the, you see these signs on the on the lamppost, fly tipping, fine, yeah, 500 yeah. quid, whatever. It's mm. a big fine, right? 50 grand, they said on the letter. 50 grand? Yeah, up to £50,000 if convicted. fuck right off. But what if you did that to your neighbour, just as a bit of a joke, you know, like, and it's like, oh, yeah, I've just been fined 50 grand for chucking some Papa John's pizza boxes. <laughs> and you'd be like, oh, unlucky, mate. It's an elaborate plan to fuck somebody over. But what I'm saying is... just put the windows is, through if I didn't like them. What I'm saying is... Well, that could have happened, right? Well, yeah, it could have done. Right, that could have happened to you. Yeah, maybe. Right? Yeah, it's not within. It's within the realms of possibilities, right? Yeah, yeah. That's all I'm saying. I'm trying to back you up. Oh, here. right. No, thank. I mean, it's it, you know, it's a very. Because I know very, it's not you. Well, obviously not. I, I mean, mean, you you, you recycle. Have, you just have to be an absolute king moron. Imagine you just go and oh yeah, I'm just going to go and dump my rubbish around the corner from my house with all my details on the pizza box. Yeah. Like, it just, I don't know. I think you deserve. Uh, I mean, you certainly wouldn't have 50 grand to give them because you'd be thick enough to do that. You definitely wouldn't have any money in the bank. Well. But anyway, I said to the, the guy on the phone, I was like, listen, you'd have to be an absolute mong. And he said, I don't know if you can say mong. Can you say that word? Well, I've said, said it. it so anyway, I'm not so taking it out. I apologise for that if anybody's offended by that. But I'm talking about me. You know, I would have to be a, a mong. If, what um, is a mong? Define mong. Just because like you say your missleton, yeah, you you say your missus has got mong strength, right? Yeah, because what when does she that punches mean? me in the arm, it fucking hurts, mate. Yeah, are you, she's are like, you saying all mm. mongs are like superpower? Like if a mong had like a, I don't know, like a costume on, it could be a super mong. I'm really uncomfortable with the subject. <laughs> I'm really uncomfortable. Well, you brought it up. I'm, no. I'm, I'm not actually saying. I didn't say it. I'm just sort of like saying what you said. Yeah, I know. Because I'm curious. Right. Well, what is a mong? No, no. I was referring to myself as I would have to be a mong. Um, just, just somebody. But who's, what is a monk? Just somebody who's just a simpleton. 
Do you know what I mean? What, right. what is one? Right, can we move on from this word now, please? Fuck oh. it, Do you want me to change the subject? Please. No, I, I'm still getting onto <laughs> my bins. Have you not finished the story yet? <laughs> no, I haven't. Right, come on. Fuck it, hell, shut up. So, um, Time's moving on. I know. So, yeah, anyway, he was like, listen, I'll be honest with you. He said, um, you are under caution. Wrong. Um, so you've got to be careful what you say. <laughs> but he went, I'll be honest, I don't see it going any further. So I was like, why send me a threatening letter then? And then get me to call you straight away because obviously I was fuming. I was being accused of fly tipping. Um, I think I was more upset the fact that they would think that I was thick enough to, to dump, not the fact I'd done it, just that I was thick <laughs> enough to dump my own rubbish around the corner in uh, black bin bags that I didn't have. Anyway. Do you know so, if you was a monk, would you be oh mentally mentally disabled? Because that could that could like be the excuse you had for him. If you said I'm a monk. So anyway, are you looking forward to going to Vegas? <laughs> Have you finished your story yet? That's well finished, gone. Right, we'll move on from so what, the So what's happened at the end? Um, so he's just said, if you hear from me again, you'll know that, um, obviously I need more information from you. He was like, we might need to interview you. I was like, mate, I'll take this all away, mate. I will I will take this all away. I'll go to court, I'll do what, whatever. What if it costs money though? Uh, I, surely you can just say, like, I, I don't, you can get legal, excuse me, you can get legal aid, can't you? Well, you could do. Can you only get that if you're proper, proper skin? I don't know how that works. I don't know. But I've heard of legal aid before. You know legal aid solicitors are like, just, just they can't get work anywhere I else. don't need a solicitor. I don't need one. I just say, listen, me fucking, I'm not denying that that wasn't my rubbish. I'm just denying that I fucking put it there and prove it if I did. It's ridiculous. Like, you, you just have to be a tit to, to put that where it was. So, so I don't know how it's got there. I have no idea. So but that's, um, it's not how you want to spend your weekend. You know, no. like worrying about it. If worrying about a 50 grand fine for something I've not done. Yeah. Because uh, this is Monday now, so obviously this happened a couple of days ago. So it's ruined your weekend, really. Oh, devastating, mate, yeah. I mean, it, I think it would ruined my weekend had I have known that I had actually done it. But I wasn't actually that bad. Well, joking apart, I mean, I wouldn't put my life on it wasn't you, but I would be very, very surprised <laughs> if it was. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, you wouldn't bet your life on anything, would you, really? Okay, no. uh, Especially not someone fly-tipping. No. Um but <laughs> I definitely didn't. It's it's just madness. I wouldn't bring it up anyway if I had. You know, you'd try and keep that shit to yourself, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, but you love a good story, you don't you? Ah, oh, I love it, me, mate. You love it. So, yeah. um, the reason I was on my phone a minute ago is I got an email this morning. Oh, yeah? And it's sort of like, I thought to myself, what a great topic of conversation for our podcast. So, this is um, this is from... Confused.com, right? So they send stuff out. The only reason I'm I'm taking my time here is because I've got to put boats in on the to say I'm not a robot, which is really annoying because all I want to do, apart from do it, is big I go, just big I just I just want to do it. I just want to I just want to show you this email. Right. So what this is about is new. There's some new driving laws coming in. Right. So um, do you want to know what they are? Well, yeah, I do actually. Yeah, because if they affect me. I'll um, I'll blame this dickhead at the environmental criminal place in, at the council. I'll just blame him anyway because he pissed me off. Well, while I'm trying to acquire some internet because I'm in the garage, which is up. Do you know this is the thing, right? You've got technology these days. I've got a phone with 4G. I get literally um, 30 meg in the house, right? I'm only here today. It's only it's only across the road, and I can't even get any internet in the garage. I mean, we're not we're not in a unit. It's not f- full of steel, is it? It's a bit of wood and a bit of tile. 
Like, why can't I get I think internet? It's, I think with all the, the buildings and the big walls and, and all that kind of stuff that obviously is surrounding us now and enclosing us in the place that we are, it's your own fault for having such big outbuildings and, and like your house is obviously about 60 foot tall, about four floors. That's probably why it's blocking the signal, isn't it? That's why you can't get one. Do you know what I've just realised what it is? What? I was on Surfshark. Oh, on your VPN? Yeah, because I was trying to get some car hire for Vegas in like a couple of days. Right. So I thought, I'll log in from Las Vegas. And do you know what? It was cheaper. Really? But I forgot to log Unlog out. out. So uh, confused.com thought I was in America. So anyway, new driving laws and rules. So I'm quoting their uh, email, website, whatever. New driving laws and rules from 2022. Is, is this legit? I know confused.com have bought it out, but I've heard nothing from... The government or the DVLA or anyone else associated with... I mean, if it comes from AA, then I might well, be... Well, you'll know this first one. You'll fucking know this is real from the DVLA. Right. right? Highway code update. Right. Colon. Pedestrians and cyclists have priority. What? Since fucking when? Since when as a pedestrian walking across the street have a priority? What, they can just walk down the middle of the street? Not paying road tax for a start. It's like get on the fucking pavement. That winds me up, that, but I think they don't mean... I don't think they mean that. So, to capitalise on the active... Oh, this is all the bullshit before, isn't it? Um, some of the changes include a hierarchy of road users that prioritises at-road... at-risk road users like cyclists and pedestrians. Do you know the only time cyclists are at risk? When? When they're in the way. Well, yeah, when they're in the middle of the road. Or they're, like, riding three or four deep in the road for no good reason. Yeah, Exactly. So they need to just get out of the way or keep up with traffic, right? Yeah. I don't get the pedestrian thing. I get the fact of the law is if a pedestrian starts to cross a street and then you come like around the corner, the pedestrian has right of way. Well, yeah, they're already in the road. and but yeah, that, They're yeah. already in the road. That's common sense. But if you're driving down the street and then someone just walks out in the front of you, and you've got a slam, you might even knock them over. Who knows, right? Yeah. Surely that's not right. Well, you'd, I mean, you'd attempt to slow down, right? Well, why would you if they're in the way? It's their fault, isn't it? Well, it is, but you I mean, still... Why should I have to move my foot to even consider break? Well, in the e-tron, you just use the <laughs> flappy paddle, recharges the battery. You might as well get some charge in your battery while you're knocking someone over. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, you'd at least attempt. Like, you'd be like, oh, shit, and you'd, you know, you'd break and at least attempt to... <laughs> you're overreacting, oh, shit, and fucking attempting to break. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, if, they, if they ran out in front of your car and you had absolutely zero reaction time, then fine. But I think your own your own mental reactions, it'd be like an involuntary thing. Your foot would go for the, well, probably accelerator in your case, <laughs> but break for me. I think if someone, you see the kids, right? I wouldn't want to knock over a child. No. But if there was an adult, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, being a bit, you know, kids used to play chicken, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you played it, right? Plenty of time. So obviously that on your mind... You'd be really, you'd be really upset if you knocked a child. I actually know of a person that that knocked a child over by right. accident years and years ago, right? And he's still bothered by it now, which he would be, right? right? But if you knocked an adult over, and it was their fault, would you feel guilty? Mm. I mean, that's the question. I'd only feel guilty if I knew that there was something I could have done to soften the blow a bit, i.e., go for the brake pedal. <laughs> but what if you had no right so if you if you were driving down the street right and then all of a sudden and it was no fault of yours you wasn't on your phone because that's another one they obviously get foot for it now don't you six points and yeah, all kinds right of fines so. and stuff yeah so um 
if you was compl- you literally uh, your eyes are on the road and you're not, and then all of a sudden some just someone just comes flying out of this bush, right? Yeah. Say you're driving down the country road or whatever, and you're doing forty speed limit, right? You hit someone at that speed, you're gonna hurt them, right? Oh yeah, yeah you're gonna yeah. be in you the will. shit. Yeah. I mean, uh, so would you feel? Would you feel any sort of guilt? Because mm, it's no. nothing. It's nothing to do with you, right? No, I don't think so. You could nothing you could have done would have changed anything. You were still not. You you were, eyes were on the road. Everything was fine. You had no reaction time to slow down even a little bit. No, they right. they checked the brake no, thing because the police, the crime scene thing, whatever it is, the mm. you know the the road people that come out and they check all the skid pattern, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To make sure because if you don't skid, that means you didn't even have time to press the brake. Yeah. And they can tell how fast you were go. Well, the spit. I think the skid. You can tell how fast you were going and everything. Can't Bad in it. Yeah. So mm. they come out and they said, "Yeah, yeah. There's nothing you could do. You, you basically where you hit the there was no skid mark, so you didn't even attempt to press the brake. You know, would you feel guilty? No, I'd feel. I'd still be shook up that you just knocked somebody over. Obviously, yeah. I mean, touch wood, that never happens. I've never knocked anybody over. But no, I won't feel like if it, if there's absolutely zero that you could have done about it, then no, I won't feel guilty about that. Why? I was just curious. Oh, right. Because um, they're saying about these, you know, prioritising, um, you know, pedestrians and stuff. Well, that's that's already a thing, isn't it? Because you're not going to, you know, if somebody's already in the road and you, you've got a chance to see him, you'd slow down, beat your own and say, get out the fucking way, you bellend. And then you'd, <laughs> wouldn't you? Well, and I then, think I should have read all this first, but right. I, I read it as a go because I know I'm going to get the wrong end of the sticks. It's, right, um, okay. it's just a bit of the podcast um, humour that we have, you know. Yeah. Um, Nothing's very serious on this um, channel, podcast channel. I just need to know YouTube that speed channel. limits haven't been reduced. Well, you're not going to... Imp- oh. I'm going to get to that in a minute, and really? you'll be well upset. Right, it upset right. me, and I, I didn't read over it properly. I just skipped through, and I thought, yeah, that'd be perfect for the podcast. But going back to pedestrian priority, on pavements when crossing or waiting to cross the road. So basically... Stop it. So even if it's not a crossing... So if, it's, if they're just waiting at the side of the road on a pavement, you've got to stop for them. Well, That's it says, this is, and I quote, improving pedestrian priority on pavements when crossing or waiting to cross the road. Suck me plums. And that's the thing. That's going to cause an accident, right? That's not happening. Because you're going to, people, oh, there's fucking hell, there's a pedestrian stop in the middle of the road. You're nah. doing 30 and then someone goes smashing in the back of you. So hopefully they don't mean that, but that's what it says. That's not going to, that's not going to, Fly that it's with a lot fly. of people. No, no. Me, you're just me, not. Me. You're not going to like. You've been driving on the road with pelican crossings and zebra crossings for your whole driving career, to then all of a sudden have to think: Is he? Is he crossing? Is he not? Oh, I don't know. Is he? Is he? Is he stopped? Is he looking? No, his tiny shoelace. Uh, it's not going to well, happen, is it? You'd be like, fuck it. You just go and cross funny. the road when there's no cars here, or find a find some traffic lights to stop us all. It's funny you should say that because how do you know someone's going to cross a road? So you get to a pedestrian crossing and one of my things really winds me up with road users is they don't stop for pedestrians at pedestrian crossings. Right. That's technically like going through a red light. If someone stood there and you don't stop, I think you get fucked for that off the police, you know, if they, if they caught you doing it. But the thing is... You're know about a zebra crossing? Yeah, pedestrian crossing, zebra crossing, what are they called? Yeah, zebra crossing. Yeah, yeah, the ones with the black and white lines. Yeah, yeah, zebra yeah? crossing, yeah. So is the pelican ones, they're the ones that got Traffic the lights. lights. Traffic yeah. lights, yeah. Them, right. So... But I'm talking about the ones that just flash the beacons. There's no lights oh, there. No. You know what I mean? Are they a proper... They're just a pedestrian Don't crossing, you usually have they? a lollipop lady there? No, that's when the kids are out. I School times, isn't it? I've never seen them flashing unless there's a, a lollipop lady there. Or well, man. Lollipop man. Anyway, people... Lollipop person, fuck's sake. You don't know what to say anymore, do you? Lollipop... Um, it's usually a lady, it? isn't it? The, the gender neutral... 
lollipop, lollipop they. Lollipop, <laughs> they, lollipop they. them. <laughs> yeah, them lollipop people. <laughs> you know, them lollipop people. They that, might not even identify as a person. I don't even think they call lollipop people anymore, are they? Fucking hell. It's a minefield, <laughs> they, isn't oh, it? I think they call... I've, I've seen a job for one, actually. They're not called lollipop people. Stop it. They're called, um, like, um, traffic fucking assistance or something oh do you know what something stupid like that there's a lot of these though isn't there you know like you have we had you know when you got a dinner lady mm. you're called like midday midday child supervisors or something yeah. something like that like, you're serving the shit dinner lady d- dinner fucking school dinners are horrible aren't they <laughs> yeah especially primary school ones and everyone remembers primary school dinners don't they shite horrible but yeah so anyway um yeah i, I hate that when people don't stop right. because clearly i mean I don't know. It's quite a big thing that because if people could walk out, yeah, yeah, and then you knock them over, they're expecting definitely, you to stop, yeah. thinking that's the rules, and then you don't, and then they just don't even stop. Yeah. But anyway, they're not saying about that. I was just saying um, improving pedestrian uh, priority. So, so that sounds to me, just to clarify, that sounds to me like they're saying that no matter where somebody is on the pavement, if it look, if they're wanting to cross the road, so you've got a mind read now whilst driving. Well, I'm right. just I'm just reading on now. Do you want me to read on yeah. the the rest of it? Go on. So it goes back on to that, but there's a bit in between, weirdly enough. So guidance on passing uh, cy- cyclists safely. This includes safe passing distances and speed. Cyclists will also have priority at junctions and when travelling straight ahead. So, again, prior- cyclists will have priority at junctions. What the fuck are you talking about? So we've got to wait. How long does it take to get out of junction sometimes? Because Doris in front of you doing fucking 12 miles an hour in a 40. Yeah. And she's like, um, do I go yet? Yeah, there's nothing co- There's nothing coming. Go. And then you've got to wait for the cyclist in front. I know. And the cyclist ain't going to want to go because he's terrified that Doris is going to s- knock him spark out off his bike. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to be, there's going to be a b- massive tailback. At the moment, that solves the problem of pedestrians crossing the street. Because the cars aren't travelling. Right? <laughs> yeah, so so the pedestrian's like, fucking hell, yeah, we're sweet here, mate. We can just cross <laughs> we can just cross the road. There's no problems. And then when Doris and the biker, you know, the cyclist decide to go, then yeah, everything's fine. We're back to normal. So what the fuck that means? Who knows? Do you um, know what it is, right? The pain people, because they just like think of a they think of a job description for somebody and then they'll pay somebody to sit there who probably doesn't have a driving licence who thinks mm, I know what we could probably do. I tell you what, let's make up this rule. At least it looks like I'm I'm earning me money here. Yep, that's um, exactly what it is. And it fucking blows my mind. Well, I mean, I'm I'm on. I'm not even through it. I'm not even. I thought this was going to take about an hour to get through. It's probably going to be the whole of the podcast because this is for drivers. This is like a pretty hot topic, right? Yeah. Because people get wound up. So the government explains that. Um, quote, road users who can do the greatest harm, that's you, mm, have no. the greatest responsibility to reduce the danger they most po- they may pose to others. This comes back to Doris, right? Mm. Driving 12 miles an hour. She ain't going to kill any pedestrians, but she's going to cause an accident. Why don't you get them people off the road that can't clearly can't drive, yep. clearly don't know the speed limits, and they say people at speed should be off the road. Well, if everyone just did the speed limit... You'd be fine. Yeah, you would. The amount of 40s that you're in, people are doing 28. Mm. It's it's annoying. I told you about that Astro I was behind the other day, didn't I? Uh, you, um, go on. You uh, know the old, on another one. Is it like stories. a Mark III or a Mark IV Astro? The bubbly, the, the roundy bubbled one. Do you know yeah. the one I mean? Old. Yeah, old one. Yeah, like 
Mate, I was behind this Astra the other day and I could see it was a proper a proper dodging old lady like this. You know, a, a, it, the steering wheel was like on top of her nose like that. And um, she come off a roundabout. So she was in the right-hand lane um, to go straight over a five, um, five exit. Is it five? One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five exit uh, roundabout. So she went third exit, but she was in the right-hand lane, which... Uh, was our, was marked and arrowed that it's straight over or left. So um, she uh, and everyone uses it, and they're in uh, the left hand lane, and that's how that's how it's always been. And she went from the right hand lane, drifted over into uh, traffic that were getting off at her junction, and as she got off, she clipped the curb. She literally both front front wheel, back wheel. She'd only got wheel trims, so it wasn't you know it wasn't like a big. Well, what's left of them? What was left <laughs> of them? But she literally hit the curb near side. Front wheel and back wheel, and I was like, "What but, the fucking hell is this lady doing on there?" If that was my nan, I'd be terrified. Well, do you know the worrying thing about that is she wouldn't have even known that that happened. No, probably not. No, wouldn't have had a clue. Probably not. And then the the lights by your old house. She was in the right hand lane to turn right as if she'd have gone down towards your old house, but then tried to get in front of the traffic to go straight on again, which is single file left hand lane only. Well, so I, I was genuinely concerned that she was going to cause an accident. Right, either I myself or someone else, whatever. So I was trying to ring. Um, I was like, hey, Siri, call um, uh, 111. And I fucking forgot it was 101. So I'm ringing the NHS by accident, aren't I? Well, maybe you, maybe you know what's going to happen. Uh, get some beds free because um, the little old lady that's hitting curbs is going to hit someone in a fucking minute. Fucking dangerous. And these are the people who need to, you know, need to be looked at. Not that's, somebody that's yeah. doing five, six mile an hour over the speed limit. I'm not condoning that, by the way. That's still obviously, you know, not cool. But... Um, but yeah, you know these these people. It's are allowed to hurt, hurt themselves. Five miles an hour over the speed limit. Five what? Five mile an hour. Right, easy for you to say. <laughs> but anyway, let me go back to this. So uh, basically, what they want is the road users that can do the greatest harm. They want them to reduce the responsibility and danger they pose to other to others. Right. So I don't. That's the most. Sort of like, what would you call it? Is it ambiguous? Well, it can mean loads of different things. Is that the right word? Probably. So. That could mean anything. Getting Doris off the road, you doing five mile an hour over the speed limit. There's going to be no one left on the road. No. Everyone in a car can pose a danger to somebody mm. because you're in a car. If you're doing 30 mile, if you're in 40, you're probably going to kill someone, right? Yeah. They're going to be well fucked up if you hit them. Oh, yeah. Well, a mate of mine, Rick, so. will categorically refuses to go over the speed limit anywhere, right? No matter what. But he spends half of his driving journey on his phone. Really? Yeah. So he's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to break the speed limit. But, there you go. But he's on his phone. I was like, well, that fucking doesn't make any sense at all, does it? No, it's, it's it just means that you're going to end up at, having an accident at the speed limit. You're safer to go ten miles an hour over the speed limit, which is obviously breaking the speed limit, but stay off your phone. Mm, surely, because you're concentrating on the road at least, aren't you? You know, you can do fifty and a forty and be alert, and you'd be no danger to anyone. All they do is, with the speed is, obviously, if you hit someone at 40, you're going to do less damage than you hit someone at 50. I thought that was the start of the advert then for a minute. <laughs> What's that if road safety? If you hit someone at 40 <laughs> miles an hour, they yeah. are more likely to be hospitalised or killed or something. I don't know what the percentage yeah, is. Like, was it, if you hit someone at 30, you've got a 30%, you've got a 70% chance. And then if you hit someone at 40, you've got a 30% chance something of doing, like that, yeah. doing something else. But the thing is, if you were doing it's good, 40 it's good I remembered 30, it, isn't it? Well, if you were going over the speed limit in a 30... You'd have probably have passed them before yeah. they got into the road. So to be know. honest, and the speed some of these fucking doddering old twats do, you know, mm. they'd be like, oh, I think I'll cross the road now. And 
it takes them that long to get there. They probably they probably wherever they wanted to go by the time they get down to the bit where they've crossed the road. Yeah. So it's pointless, isn't it? But do you know another thing as well. This highway code uh, change is part of a 338 million package to Im- improve the infrastructure s- for cyclists. For fucking cyclists and pedestrians, 338 million. So they're not giving that to the NHS or anything, no. No, but the thing is, what the fuck do they pay for the roads? Nothing. They pay How are they nothing. getting that back? So where's that money coming from? Well, it'll tax the... Uh, it'll be in road tax. So basically, we're getting fucked over to pay for the cyclists and pedestrians that don't pay road tax. So the people that do pay road tax are paying for the people that don't pay road tax. That's a bit like, you know, people that, you know, don't have jobs and can't be asked getting one. Comes out of our tax, doesn't it? Of course it does, yeah. Same thing. And you know what? Right, I cycle every now and then. In lockdown, I was doing shitloads of cycling. Nothing else to do, really, was there? And we did some walking as well. So I'm saying this from a cyclist point of view and a walker's point of view, right? Right. So, and I'm still pissed off about that. I just think cyclists, you don't have... I mean, you can put cycle lanes in, right? Mm -hmm. And that's fine. Cycle lanes are good. But... um, they're not everywhere, and it'll cost more than three hundred and thirty-eight million to put cycle cycle routes in everywhere. Oh yeah. But the, my point is, where the fuck is all this money coming from? Three, you might as well say, you know, three hundred and forty million ain't a drop in the ocean, is it? No. You know, it's a lot of money. Do you know what? I reckon it's some. It's going to be some Belen's idea who cycles to the uh, House of Commons. It'll be, and they'll be like, well. You know, it's didn't better, Boris it, Johnson used to cycle around London? I think so, yeah. He used his Bojo bikes, didn't he, his Boris bikes? But Which is understandable, because <clears throat> London's a fucking nightmare. Well, this is the I'd thing. cycle in London, to be honest. This is the, yeah, exactly. But this is the thing. It's probably the people who are in London that have thought, oh. well, this is a good idea. Which it will be in London. So this 338 million is just for London oh, now, probably. without a doubt. Yeah, yeah so, be. well, there you go. We got yeah. to the bottom of it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's the first bit done. Um... And this is only that some of the changes include. That was just the third bit of some of the changes. So there's shitloads more. So the one that we were just talking about, stricter rules on mobile phone use in vehicles. So this is going to be pretty black and white, really. Uh, The government is tightening up on the rules of mobile phone use. Well, as far as I'm concerned, it was six points and a fine. Yeah. So um, motorists could only be penalised for communicating on their phone behind the wheel. For example, calling or sending a text. Yeah, that's fucking well off putting, isn't it? That's why you got Siri. Hey yeah. Siri, send WhatsApp to my wife. Get the kettle on. I'll be home in five minutes. You know, that type of stuff. Yeah. You don't need to. That's not taking your eye off the road, is it? No. Definitely um, not. And um, most risks could be penalised. Uh, yeah, that's the same. New rule, which could start early this year, will touch. So if you touch your phone when you're behind the wheel, so. That's touching your phone, right? Yeah. You could be penalised. Oh, what the biggest gonna, load of fucking shite. They're not going to be able to police that. How are you going to know? Well, that's what it's saying, yeah. Stupid. So, um, anything. Use, <laughs> this means using your phone for gaming, taking selfies and scrolling through playlists, which will be illegal, which is fine because, I mean, we use Apple CarPlay now. Yeah. So what you're saying is, right, um, and I don't know, this might actually be the law anyway, but nobody, nobody in the right mind would do this. So, You've got your phone, right? And mm-hmm. you're going through your Spotify Spotify playlist, right? Or whatever. Yeah. What's the difference between doing that and doing it on your screen? None. There's not there's no difference whatsoever. So what you're trying to say is you've got to pull over to, to put on ABBA from ABBA to right said Fred or something like that. I fucking hate ABBA. But yeah. It, it this is the thing, it's all backwards and I'm telling you right now, it's from people that are coming up with these rules that get the push bike to the fucking House of Commons. Yeah, because they're not drivers, are they? No. But that's the thing. 
what is the difference? There's no difference between touching your phone, you're still taking your eye off the road. The the, the car, in-car entertainment system, whatever it's called, is there. The road's there, right? Yeah. And your phone, you could hold your phone up like this. You're still taking your eye off the road. <clears throat> yeah. So that's just, I don't know. I'd, I mean, that's just, you'd be, the police would be there. Oh, don't touch your screen when you, I mean, we was in that golf hour the other day, right? You're still in it. Yeah. Um, that's the most confusing. Oh my God. The infotainment on that. Oh, it's, it's all over the place. I actually quite like that car, but whoever, whoever thought of the infotainment in that car needs a fucking punch in the face. I like the car. Yeah. But coming back from um, SK Tuning where the Sylvia is, I was like, I nearly had a crash trying to work out how just to do something basic. But that's like, not illegal though. Yeah, it's not illegal. That's the thing. <laughs> I, that was dangerous as well. Yeah. Hello, my hands up. It was dangerous. <laughs> what I should have done is familiarise myself with the car before I left. <laughs> but I didn't have 20 minutes. No, you I mean, you were there in the that. van. You were waiting to pop the clutch, weren't you? Oh, yeah. Like, was, come on, let's uh, fucking go. I'd already reversed out the spec. <laughs> I was ready to go, mate. You're putting me under pressure. So, let's be honest, right? Anything in the car, anything is off-putting. So unless you've got a steering wheel, that is it. Oh. Some uh, people probably look down at the gear stick. What gear, they, what gear they're in? Yeah, That's probably. taking your eye off the road. Yeah. And and talking of steering wheels, the steering wheel in that Golf, oh my God. I've never seen so many buttons on one steering wheel in my life. I think when they designed that steering wheel in, in VW, there's about eight of them around a the table. All the designers are like, right, f- Friday afternoon, let's have a bit of a laugh here. Let's have a competition. Who can get the most fucking buttons on a steering wheel? And this guy's like, fucking hold my pint. <laughs> Check it's the same guy who designed the front of the new BMWs. Yeah. How uh, many grills can we get yeah. on this? Yeah, I'll make this, not u- I'll make this ugly as fuck. Send it to the gaffer. I bet there's any money I can get it passed. Yeah. And he did? <laughs> yeah. And he was like, yeah, boys, watch yeah. this. Fuck's sake. It's, um, it, that, that steering wheel is, though, it, it's on another it's level. If anybody, like if anybody gets the chance to see one... Just have a look. You'll know exactly what we mean. No need for it. So, um, But there's no buttons where you need them. So the actual climate control, but like where you would expect them to be, even to, even for the heated seat, that's a big job. There's an icon on the screen for your heated seat. You press it, then it brings this other screen up, and then there's another bit where you press for the heated seat. It's just, it's just stupid. So you're constantly looking at the screen to... And going back for the infotainment system on the screen thing in the middle, when, you ho- when you're trying to press the thing when you're driving... Yeah. You turn it off. Oh, the because power button's on the end, yeah, isn't it? You've got, to rest, you've got to rest the palm of your hand to yeah, do the thing. Because your hands are, like because the, the suspension's that fucking stiff. Yeah, it's rock hard. You know. I think so, it's been, I think the suspension's been modified, I'm yeah, pretty sure. It's golf R, right? So it's going to be pretty stiff suspension anyway. anyway. Yeah. So, um, and this is, I don't know, maybe I'm just reading it wrong, but uh, <laughs> it's so contradicting this. But there are some exceptions. Right. Oh, what to? To all them things I've just said. Right, go on. Drivers... <laughs> So I can't even I can't even fucking believe I'm reading this. Right. Drivers should still be able to use their phone. What? As a sat nav as long as it's secured in a mobile phone holder. What's the fucking difference? So I'm You're still me. using your phone? Well you are, but you'd only be looking at it, wouldn't you? So are they saying that basically you've got to you you set your sat nav before you set off to your destination and then you put it in your holster and stuff, then you set off and you don't touch it again is what they're saying. But what they're saying is, yeah, but all the stuff before, literally, and I, and I quote, uh, the new rule, which could start earlier this year, will penalise drivers for touching their phones. Right. Right, touching. So you can't touch it. And then they're saying, oh, well, if it's in a holder, make up your fucking mind. Yeah, well, I'm assuming they're trying to say, if you've set your sat-nav up, 
you know, to go. Like, you'd set it up from where you're going from, and then you wouldn't need to touch it again. I think that's well, what if, they're getting yeah, at. Yeah, that's fine. But put that in the beginning until right. I've, I've just read it, and now I've got to go back on it because it's like, oh, no, you can have it in a phone holder. Right. But well, it's, no doubt. It, it's, like, news, it's news, isn't it? Yeah. Well, they love, they oh. love skirting around the actual full... I can guarantee facts. whoever read, whoever wrote these rules out, these new rules, was sat there with his fucking bike helmet still on. Well, it says you still have to uh, pull over and, and when it's safe, if you want to adjust your route, which right. is, I suppose is fine, isn't it? Yeah. But uh, you should also be able to use your phone to make contactless payments at drive-throughs and toll roads. You can. Yeah. Right. So why are they not letting? Oh. So because the, the M6 is saying it's illegal, that's why they won't let you use your phone for Apple Pay. Well, it says you should. St- you should also be able to use your phone. I'm not saying it. That maybe confused.com is saying you should be able to. Are they? Are they questioning that? Is that a question they're asking no, themselves? No, no, Who knows? But that's what they're but saying. You can't anyway. on the M6 toll, can you? You've got to no, have a you've card. Got to use a card. Yeah, because they're saying using your phone while you're on the road. But the thing is, is when illegal, you're at, which when technically you're at, it is. When you're at the toll, right? Yeah, you've stopped. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have. get your phone out, ding. Yeah. Then you put your phone back, and then you go. The barrier's yeah. not going to come. So technically, you're not driving, are you? No. No, you're not. So I don't, I just think it's, um, there's certain stuff they should just say, yeah, at a toll road, bang. Well, it's just done. common sense, isn't it? Plus it's speed as well, isn't it? Like I say, same guy with his bike helmet on. So this comes back to the next bit. Local councils could enforce minor traffic offences instead of police. I don't want to talk about a council. So um, motorists could be fined up to £70 by local councils for minor motoring offences. What's a minor motoring offence? Who knows? What do you class as a minor motoring offence? Like parking where you shouldn't. Hey, not bad, that. For example, stopping in yellow cross hatched and s- driving in cycle lanes. Yeah. Which, yeah, it's like doing a bus lane thing, isn't it? Yeah. But you need the cameras up, surely. Yeah. Um, so before the rule change, they're saying the police used to have to issue it before, but now they're saying the council could be doing it. Right. Um, oh, they love a bit of power, the council. They're reading oh, me fucking rights in the letter. Well, they've heads. already got shitloads. Um so anyway, that's just a little thing. Councils will be able to apply for this in England and Wales. So, yeah, um, this one is, this isn't worth the paper it's written on. What, this rule? This rule. Right, go on. All motorists banned from parking on pavements. That ain't fucking going to happen. No, it's And we not. all know it. It's, a, it's an absolute pointless rule. It's pointless putting it in because to police this, Jesus Christ, the police wouldn't even... They'd, do you reckon the police could be arsed with the paperwork if a car was slightly on a pavement? Well, actually, I'm wrong saying the police. It's the councils. Oh, uh, they'll definitely be could asked. Have oh, they'll love that. The power to issue fines. So basically, it's going to be the uh, there's going to be loads of um, people on them go pads. Yeah, on the mopeds, <coughs> just stopping everywhere. I mean, on your street, there must be loads of people to park on the pavement. Yeah. Uh, well, you you like see the thing is. I, I have to park on the pavement on the corners, like a really sharp corner by my house. So we're all in terraced houses and everyone knows you've got to park on the street. There's nowhere else to park. But I am I usually have to park on quite a bad bend and there's buses around there and stuff. So I'll put my wheels, you know, just on the, you know, just the, the width of the curb. Mm-hmm. My, my, just to give me that little extra bit. So there's still loads of room down the pavement. You're not going to stop like... Uh, prams and things getting past nowhere near there's loads of room no nope. but what you're saying is they'll find me for that so as i'm trying to do the Supposedly. bus a favor to get around the corner yep and the fire engine and the ambulance I'll all the stuff for it brilliant yep. okay um 
So yeah, uh, could issue seventy pound fines for pavement pavement parkers. Right, uh, it's already illegal to park on the pavement in London and some other parts of the UK. So we didn't know that because we don't live there. Nor do we go there. Nope, because it's a nightmare. Uh, anyway, this could should come into effect from twenty twenty three, which is only a year away, mm-hmm. less than a year away. Right, we think twenty twenty three is miles away. It ain't. Now it'll soon be here. Soon be here. So you'll be six holidays deep. And uh, we'll be into 2023, <laughs> won't we? And we're going to a country where you can park on the pavement. So, uh, it says, I, I don't get all this. The government is still consulting on the pavement parking ban. But right. you just said it's going to be coming in, do you reckon, in the last bit. Do you reckon someone who actually drives is bowled in there and gone, you're not going to be able to police that. Whether you or the council try it, you're not going to be able to. There's going to be too many people doing it. Well, they're already backtracking on stuff. We've not got to it yet. Shit houses. So... You're going to, out of everything on this list, I reckon this is going to wind you up the most. Right. Speed limiters from 6th of July. This is on the cars, isn't it? Yeah, 2022. 6th of July, 2022. So, will be mandatory in all new cars. So, right. Now, a lot of people think... Do I I need to, do we need to, like, get ready for this now? Well, potentially, but I I, I think I've got a theory on this. I think I, I understand what they're trying to say. So, they're not... They're not saying that they're going to limit the speed of these cars, right, to, like, say, 70 mile an hour. What they're saying is these cars need to be fitted with a speed limiter, mm-hmm. which ours has got, the RS3's got one. So you press it. C63 has, yeah. 10 years So old. You'd, you'd say, yeah, exactly. So you'd say, um, I don't want, you know, I'm in a bit where there's loads of cameras. North Wales, for instance, fucking hell, there's cameras and vans and all kinds of shit. So you go, right, I'll set the speed limit of the car to 70 mile an hour. So even if I put my foot down too much, then it won't, the car won't go over 70 mile an hour, right? So that's not a compulsory thing. That's up to you to set on your car. Is that what they're getting at? Well, because it's got to be dangerous for a car. So if you're in a 30 zone, let's say, mm-hmm. or if you're on a motorway, and I don't know, there, there are occasions for safety where you actually need to put your foot down to just get out the way of something or to overtake something or whatever. Well, so, this, what you've just said, you, you're, you're saying this now, because they're saying the same. Right. So this is, again, it's quote, the speed limiter, known as an intelligent speed assistance system, ISA, alerts drivers if they're going too fast. Yeah. If the driver doesn't slow their speed, the car will intervene. So that's dangerous. Mm. So basically, if you don't slow down, the car will slow you down. And you know why I know this is bad? Uh, Maybe it's just you're not used to it, but in the Audis, um, when you're doing the automatic... um, speed limit thing the rs6 used to do it i don't think the e-tron does it but it's not like the high up model it's just in the middle just used to slam on the anchors right oh when you got it in adaptive cruise no 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 just speed speed um speed you know the signs yeah it says 70 or national speed yeah 60 50 yeah you don't have to be on adaptive right just driving it and it'll be like bang or is it no yeah actually i'll go back on that I think adaptive it is when you, cruise, yeah, yeah, because you can have it, you can turn that off. Um, so you can have it so adaptive cruise is on. And if you say go through a 50 average speed on the motorway, it'll stick to 50. And then as soon as it goes to national, it will then automatically speed itself up to 70. Yeah, I think it is actually. And then obviously, if you come back down, it'll then slow itself down again back to 50. Yeah, I think I'm sure it is on the adaptive, but it used to annoy me either way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because when you, it wouldn't make sense. When you're drive, trying to do when, 90, I'm not surprised. <laughs> when you're driving, it wouldn't make sense for the car just to slam on. But I remember back when I had it, I, mean, I got rid of that car ages ago now. Yeah. But I do remember it slamming on. I'm thinking, 
well, that took me by surprise. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it doesn't, it does slow down pretty quick. You know, yeah. it's not just like, um, I'm just going to coast. Oh, no, it, it proper it jolts proper, the brakes. Proper like. jolts. Yeah. But I presume. Sounds more like that, pre-sense that though. That's going to be, oh, and pre-sense as well, yeah. Um, but I presume that's going to be in the cars, right. whether you like it or not. But it does say, it comes back to the thing you said, drivers can override the speed limit at circumstances, for example, when you're overtaking. How does the car know you're overtaking? Well, yeah. So what if you're trying to overtake and the car's intervening, saying stop being a dickhead, you're going too fast? Well, it just says, uh, take a look at our guide on mandatory speed limits from 2022. It'd be well, interesting that would mean to me clicking on goes. another one. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Well, do you know what? I think it's going to be another one of them things that eventually are just going to get coded out of cars. People will just find a way of coding them out. You know, if, if there was like a proper intervening, and I think it would have a massive impact on people buying performance cars because no one condones speeding, but there's a time and a place for it, isn't there? To enjoy the car that you've got. Yeah. If I mean, going back to the Golf R, right? 50 grand car, it's known for its... Moderate performance. It's not like nothing like. It's not super car quick, not, but it's no, nip, it's not it? a rocket ship or anything. But you put your foot down, it'll go. Yeah, and then to thirty, <laughs> and then it's like that's your lot. You're gonna get two seconds of the feeling of, and I'm not saying you're gonna do it in a thirty, but a lot of people would think, well, what's the point? No, it wouldn't be. I mean, a lot of people think, what's the point now? Mm. So a lot of people, I've spoken to loads of people who aren't car people that will say. Oh, you can only do 70 mile an hour. And it's like, oh, shut up. Like, so what? Yeah, but the thing is, with 70, I mean, you can get there pretty quick, can't you? Yeah. But um, even still, everyone knows that people like us occasionally, in certain circumstances and in certain environments, will go over 70 mile an hour. Yeah, only on a private road, though. Obviously. But the speed limiter thing doesn't know it's a private road. No. I mean, my 7,000 acre mansion here... You know, where it's like two two mile driveway. Mm, you know, yeah. I can do 150 mile an hour down there if I want. Oh, all day. It's my private road. You, yeah, you can do whatever you want. You know I'm saying so. Mm, you just um, have to make sure the helicopter's out of the way. <laughs> well, on the yacht. Yacht, 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 yacht. But uh, yeah, so that will put that will definitely 100% put people off. And where does it end? I don't know. What's the next bit? You know, in 2027, where oh, um, actually, you just better walk in. Well, because, yeah, it, because pedestrians have got more rights. Yeah, it will be, won't it? Pedestrians actually go quicker. Mm. What are you doing in London? Cyclists good. You can get, you can get. Um, do you know the electric, um, electric assisted bikes? Yeah, I bet you can get up to some speed on them. I bet you can. Hey, you can get a ticket, speeding ticket on a push bike. You know what? With no number plate. Yeah, you can. You can actually get bollocks, how, how bollocks you for it. Well, you know, if a copper sees you doing more than thirty mile an hour and a thirty on a push bike. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Yeah, well, I suppose they would, but I mean, the pedestrians and the cyclists got more rights, haven't they? They have. So they I can't get bollocks. Cyclist just goes like, "Get back in your car, officer. Piss off." Yeah, I've got more rights than you. Yeah, You're in on. the car. Yeah, You're harassing on. me. <laughs> 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 so um, that's the thing on speed limiters. Um, right. And this one, I didn't actually read this properly before, but a five-year delay on new smart motorways. So basically, uh, the government are going to pause smart motorways uh, for a full safety review, which means. They've had some accidents. Yeah, they were a shit idea, and they've realised they were a shit idea, and now they're backtracking on it. Well, um, they're hoping that we all forget about it in five years, and they just won't build any. I mean, I'm a. The only thing I don't like about smart motorways is there's speed cameras on them, and that's all I'm going to say. Mm. Well, for me, the good thing is there's four lanes instead of three. Well, well people don't know how to mm, use that inside lane. Do no, they? they still stay in lane. They just rather than staying in lane two and don't move over, they just go in lane three now instead 
we actually use now the inside lane. That's oh, yeah. the fast lane now. It is now, yeah. Because yeah. nobody's in it. Yeah, the lane one and two now is basically three and four years ago. Yeah. Um, they still think it's like, the it's the hard shoulder. It's not the fucking hard shoulder. It's a no. lane. It's only a hard shoulder when you've got that massive big fuck off X. And you know that X comes up miles before. Yeah, it does. So you'd literally, oh, I didn't see the X. You, there's been about 17 Xs. They'd tell you so far back. So yeah. if there was if there was someone broke down in a hard shoulder in like Widness, probably don't know where that is. If you do, and then um, and then back in Manchester where the six, 62 starts, they'd tell you then the lane's shut. Yeah, right. It so starts before, like way after Manchester. But Fifteen yeah. miles. So there's no excuses. They but people, but I can't go in the hard shoulder. It's not uh -huh. a fucking hard shoulder. It's a lane. It's a proper just, lane. Just fucking use it and yeah. get out of the way. Do you, know, do you know what winds me up about smart motorways? Is that they're not very smart because it it goes. I've seen it. I've seen it loads of times where I'll be on it and it'll go national, sixty, fifty, sixty, forty, and as you're going down the motorway, you're like, "Am I going up this time? Am I going down?" It's like fucking um, who's play your cards right. Well, the thing is, you've got to that to me. Higher then, or lower, <laughs> it is, isn't it? It's yeah. like higher than an ace. It's like stupid. But the thing to me is, that's, it's not necessarily dangerous, but to me, I'd just rather know I'm on a 70, just crack on. Yeah. I'll just keep it at 50. Yeah. And then I'll just stay at 50. But if you keep looking up, you're taking your, you're taking your eye off the road, aren't you? It's guess it's guessing like, yeah, you are. You're constantly concentrating on, right, am, am I going, am I doing the right speed here? Am I not? And then you go, oh, fucking hell, it's down to 40 now. And then you're looking for speed cameras because yeah. you think, am I doing 60 and a 40, even though I'm on the motorway? But... Technically, imagine getting done on the motorway doing 50 and a 40. You'd be fucking well upset. Oh, yeah, you would. But the thing is, when it goes down to 40, there's usually no reason. No. No. So, no, there isn't. But right, have you finished negging me out now with these? I've not finished there's yet. There's more? Yeah, there's more. Fuck's sake. So, uh, I mean, this is close to your heart. This is the one that's going to be the biggest issue for you. Driving license to be taken off drug users. <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing as if like I'm joking. I'm drugged up on love me, Lee. <laughs> as long as it's not with me, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so in December 2021, which was a long time ago, yeah, um, two months ago, um, the Prime Minister announced that passports and driving licenses could be removed from illegal drug users. Passports? I don't get that bit. Well, it's, I think it's just probably stop stopping. Is it trafficking or something? I don't know. But yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm not really asked. Yeah, I'm not. Me. To be honest, I as might even as long as they're not classing alcohol as a as a drug, no. I'd be. I, I mean, don't. obviously you shouldn't be drinking and driving. So what you're saying is you want to get pissed. You get pissed and get in your car. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. But I think they do. Um, yeah. We need to look at. But this is Boris. Boris saying this, so we need to look at new ways of penalising them, things that will actually interfere with their lives. So took, taking away the passports and stuff. Yeah, uh, we're keeping nothing off the table. So I think I think that's fine because. You know, people who are under the influence, I yeah. you know, I think it's it, that well, is genuinely dangerous. If it's impairing your, yeah. um, uh, what's the word? Your judgment, speed, yeah, uh, exactly, awareness yeah, and stuff like that, that. And you could potentially hurt somebody. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for that. Bozza lad. Well, um, you dickhead. Yeah, so he's on that. We'll leave yeah. that to Boris. Yeah. Uh, self-driving cars allowed on UK roads. You've got a self-driving car. Your well, missus drives missus, it, yeah. <laughs> your chauffeur. Well, that's it. There's no point in getting married otherwise, is there? <laughs> um, automatic lane keeping systems. I've never oh, heard of them before. Have you heard of them? Fucking do my head in. So what? What? Go on, then you tell me. What? What the automatic hell is that? Automatic lane keeping. 
you turn it off every time you get in the RS. Oh, RS3. that's what it's called. Yeah. Oh, fuck me, that's annoying. Yeah. So They're like the shittiest so invention ever. It stops you rolling over into the next lane. Yep. It also likes to pull you into parked traffic on the left-hand side of yep. the road. Namely vans. Yeah, loves it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, for the first time, drivers will be able to delegate control of their vehicle. So, um, yeah. Oh, hang on a minute. So it's not that. Hey, this might be the legislation we've been waiting for, you know. So those, like you guys will probably know anyway. I don't know whether you know. But obviously working at Audi, there's loads of other manufacturers that have that have done stuff and self-driving stuff. It's not it's not new technology, right? But cars have actually had the technology to um, be able to drive themselves, mm-hmm. park themselves up, take themselves out of a garage, out of a, a multi-story car park, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. They've had that technology for years, but nobody's been able to decide whose fault it would be if that car mowed somebody down. Do you know what I mean? Is it the per- so if the, if it was in self-driving mode, is it Audi's fault? You know, obviously, if it was a say it was an A8 or whatever, is that Audi's fault? Is it the whoever built the car's fault? Whoever designed the software to make it self-driving's fault? Is it the person who delegated the car to drive itself? Is it the actual person who should have been driving the car? Is it their fault? Do you know what I mean? Well, so it comes not back been to, able my, to decide that. Comes back to the earlier one. Would the car feel guilty if it knocked someone no, over? It no, it wouldn't. No, it's a computer. It wouldn't give a shit. Um, but there will become a time when a car has to decide, it'd be in a, in, a, in a predicament where it has to decide whether to potentially injure the occupants of the car or crash into somebody, like, you know, somebody or something else. Yeah. The car would have to decide that. There will be loads of instances where that happens, I'm sure. And this is the thing where they've had to decide whether, you know, whose fault it would be should an accident occur. And the reason why technology the technology we've got and is there, we've not been able to use it is because no one's been able to decide whose fault it would be. So this is actually good news, I think. Well, the little bit while I was just talking, I was just skipping through to see if there was anything really um, sort of like that explains any more about this. And the thing that I've seen, um, the British, the Association of British Insurers yeah. has debated. They're yeah. the ones that have the say in all of this because they're the ones that are going to have the biggest sort of like uh, impact. Yeah. And the thing is, even if cars were 100% safe, there was no accidents. Obviously you can't take out theft because that's nothing to do with the car driving itself. But if there's no accidents on the road because everything drove itself, your insurance will still go up. Oh, of course it will. And I bet you any money they'll have, they'll, they'll turn around to you and say, um, do you intend to allow the car to drive itself? And you're like, well, yeah, because that's what I bought it for. Like, right, your your premium's going up. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, is this a driverless vehicle, autonomous, and whatever? Even if it's semi-autonomous, whatever. Um, yeah, you, your insurance is going to go up because in the early days of anything, the insurers will be like, fucking hell, this is going to. If this goes tits up, this is going to cost us a fortune. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then they'll just double your premium. So it comes back to the thing. You might as well fucking walk. Yeah, you I'll may be as on. Well. A, I'll be on a bike. He's got more rule. You've got less rules, and you've got more um, more rights. More rights by the sounds mm. of it. Um, yeah. So uh, the government says the first cars with ALK technology could be on our roads by spring twenty twenty two. Do you know which uh, is only four four months away? Is it? As Something I say, like the A eight, the new shape. Not it's just been facelifted, but the the pre facelift A eight. So like the newer shape, but pre facelift. That's hard. I think it's level three, if I remember right, the level three autonomy. So it can like 
take itself out the garage. I think the Tesla can do it as well. I mean, Tesla's early days, when they said their cars were fully autonomous, it was literally adaptive cruise and lane, lane assist. That but is. they were like, oh, it's autonomous. But the difference with theirs was, you know, like lane assist with us, if you take your hands off the steering wheel, not that we condone this, but it'll go, it'll like keep itself in lane for a few seconds and it'll say, put your hands back on the steering wheel, dickhead. Yeah. Whereas Tesla's never did that. Because it thinks you're asleep. Yeah, exactly. Um, but we've had the technology to, you know, for fully autonomous shit for, for, for years and years and years. So it'd be good, I think. You know, it's, it's moving on, it's advancing shit, isn't it? Well, it is, yeah. So um, that's quite interesting. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna have to keep a lookout for the um, the the cars that are driving themselves. Which I've been to other countries, America, um, and I've seen autonomous cars. Yeah, they've got loads of them in Las Vegas, and they've had them for years. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's the thing. The technology's there, but obviously that's can that's confined to. So I'm assuming Vegas, the the Council of Vegas, whoever looks after Vegas. I can't remember what their institutions are called. What are they? You know, like a, you know, like the, the Las Vegas Council, yeah, I know whoever what you mean, that yeah. is. But they'll probably have have decided amongst themselves um, that you know we this is just just for Vegas. So it's not the is it Colorado Nevada? So mm-hmm. it's not for the whole of Nevada state. It's just Vegas, yeah. And we'll take the consequence of anything that that may or may not happen and whatever else. So well, yeah, you may may you may be right there. Mm. Uh, you used to live in America as well, so you I should did. know that stuff. Mm. You know what is the council in America? I don't know what they were called. Can't remember. If there's anybody American, that I think there is an American, actually. I think there is. Just one? Yeah. I'm, oh, by the way, we're on 98 patrons. Thank you to every single one of you. Again, yeah. legends. Cheers, guys. But uh, we, we have are, got one who's paid in dollars, so we, it must be an American or Canadian. We are rolling. Let's see what we're on now. Have you just checked? No, before. 98, yeah. Yeah, 98. Ooh. So we're, we're nearly ask, at 100. Ask your friends. And your family, and anyone else who wants to listen to us getting negged out by the fucking British, <laughs> um, the the British bellends that are yeah, making f- more shit rules against. Um, Feel free, I'll ring me. I'll just neg them out. I'll just <laughs> read this shit back. I'll probably remember it anyway. Um, so uh, the next one is new clean air zones, Boring. which we can't really. Um, you tell me, I can't go. That. So that was yeah, but that did have Manchester on it, didn't it? Manchester, Bradford, and more in 2022. So you're telling me I can't go into Manchester now with my V8s? Well, can't take the RS4 in there. I'm, I know you're asking that how sort of like serious you are on it, but it's coming. You won't be able to go into Manchester soon in any kind of car that's kicking out all kinds of shit without paying a fortune. For yeah, it. you'll have to pay like a the what is it? The emissions charge? Congestion? What is it? Congestion charge? I reckon. London? I reckon the residents of Manchester city centre would pay to have a popping and banging V8. Yeah, they'd fucking Decat love it. V8. They'd be they'd like, we'll all it. chip a quid in each and bring it in. They'd love it. They'd be like, come on, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll pay for it. Yeah, fucking right. So, so this next bit, um, it's this is something close to my heart because I've got an electric car through, yeah. through a company car, right? So um, for the obvious reasons. So electric car grant cut. So um, yeah, basically they're saying they are going to cut the grant from 2,500 to 1,000 and only will be available for vehicles costing up to £32,000. So... Can't be many electric cars, decent electric cars for thirty grand, can no. they? So basically, they want to get people into cars. They've obviously done enough now to get enough people into cars. Loads of electric cars on the road, right? There is now, There's yeah. shit loads. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're trying to still get people in. But from my experience, we're going to do a video on YouTube on the e-tron and like six months of ownership. And... It's got some, there's, there's problems with the whole electric car system. 
Right. And uh, But I'll leave that for the video. So yeah. okay. if you're not actually subscribed to the YouTube channel, which you probably are, because you probably come from there to here. Yeah. But if not, you know, have a look on there. Subscribe, have a look. We'll be doing it at some point. So um, nurses to be able to de determine if you're fit to drive rather than just doctors. But I don't know. I've never had a doctor saying. No. So basically, oh, they might mean... Um, like medically, so if you get to like ninety well, years old, I think they'd meant medically. If it's, a I nurse. thought they meant like um, you know, you pissed up and stuff. Oh right, you oh, know, no. if you went in and stuff, and oh yeah, you can. I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking anyway. I wasn't yeah. thinking. I wasn't thinking this anyway. So um, yeah, presumably if you're like older and you're a bit senile, well, they they could say no, you're not. Put fit it to this drive. way, right? So the lady in that Astra, I'm telling you right now, there was no doctors needed to tell her that she shouldn't be on the road. Or a nurse. Well, I could have told her that. I should really read all these before I start chirping on about them, but you're right. So this this change could help speed up driving license renewal applications uh, because obviously doctors are telling these older people, mm. usually, or someone could have had a stroke at like, I don't know, 40 years old. I think you get your license taken off you. Right. Any Anything like that, and then you have to, anything that potentially, if you suffer with blackouts, yeah, well, obviously, yeah, you'll, that you'll, makes sense. And then you go in and be like, right, give us your license, because obviously you don't want to be blacking out on the street, do you, when no. you're driving it, you know. Or on your push bike. So they're going to take the push bikes off them as well, then? Well, it doesn't apply to push bikes. No. Why? Um, because they don't pay any anything towards anything, so they're exempt. Right. So what if they just walked out to the middle of the street and blacked out? Well, um, not pedestrians either. No. Brilliant. They, they basically got, there's no there's no law against, um, you can't talk anything against the cyclists. Sorry, right? mate. Sorry. Or yeah. pedestrians. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, keep that, keep that to yourself. So new homes will have charging EV charging points fitted by by law in twenty twenty two. Going a bit off the car thing here, really. So basically, saying um, soon every brand new house that they build, you're going to have a, a an EV point as standard. Yeah, you should do right. Which is, is a thing now. Which is up We're which in twenty twenty two. Yeah, I mean, there's still some shops that don't have card machines, and there's only there can only be one reason for it, and that's avoiding the tax man. Well, we went to um, we went to breakfast, um, one of our local breakfast places, and it's still got cash preferred. Well, I'm sure, but who uses cash these days? No one. And that's the same. It's probably because they're paying all the staff in cash. Mm, it will be, yeah, because they're all kids, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. So no paying them cash in hand. It's Apple Pay. I went to a local uh, local kebab house, and I got my phone Apple Pay, as I always have done, no matter where I go. And I goes in there, this was ages ago, and I asked for some Donna Meat and Chips. Not had Donna Meat and Chips for Oh, I love Donna Meat and ages. Chips, mate. I might get that tonight, Donna Meat and Chips with some tomato sauce, bit of salt, love it. And I went in, and I ordered it. She was like, oh, no problem. Gets my phone out, expecting her to hand me the card machine. She went, uh, we don't take card, but there is a cash machine over the road. I was like, I haven't got my cards on me. I don't I don't have. I never take them out and now. And what, what do you do with all the shitty change you get back? You know, I'm okay with change, because yeah. my daughter uses it for the bus. But she's the only person I know in existence that needs physical money. And to be fair, if it was bigger problem, she could just tap out, you know, in, on the thing. Yeah. She could have a card. Well, buses have car machines now. Yeah, don't exactly. They? Yeah. So I can't even say that we just not set it up for her to to do that. She just takes the the one pound twenty, whatever it is. But yeah, she's the only person that that I think. Oh, I need some change, and then I give it to her. Mad. But but yeah, that's yeah, that's just a given. That she'll be putting. Uh, especially for how much they're trying to charge for them. Well, yeah. These houses, um, new houses, ridiculous. Well, yeah, any, well, anything. New any, new anything, cars, anything. Actually, everything. Second-hand anything. Everything's dead expensive now. Yep. So, um, 
And uh, this one, that even though this rule is a good rule, um, and you think that you'll like it, you like the idea of it, but in reality, it probably never happened. You can tow. You can now tow, basically. And didn't that come in a yeah. couple of months ago? Uh, December last year. Was it up to, was it two and a half, three and a half tonne or something? Three, three and a half, half thousand uh, kilo, kilos yeah. maximum. So um, basically, that's like, you could tow your Clio on yeah. a trailer um, and you'd probably be within. Yeah. If you wanted to tow, if you wanted to put like a, like the RS4, no chance. That would probably go over. So, yeah. but you could you can tow reasonably small, like mid, you know, Clio, Clio yeah. size cars, and you'd be fine. Yeah. Or, or a race car, you know, it weighs twelve hundred kilos. But yeah, as long as you don't go over the three and a half thousand um, mass, right? Uh, you're fine. What's weight got to do with it? Well, presumably, it's harder to tow something that's heavier. Really. Um, I would say when you've got a really heavy load on the back, you sort of like, it's like, fuck me, this is everything. You can tell you're towing. Right. When you're towing an empty trailer, you can throw that car around and the trailer just follows. But when you've got something really heavy on, you have to drive, you have to be a lot more careful. You're still going to know that you're towing something. You're going to, you're still going to know that you've got a trailer with a clear on the back of it though, right? Yeah. You've still got something on the back, three and a half thousand kilos is still heavy that's what i'm saying so what's an extra 500 kilo well just thousand kilo yeah they just capped it off i so don't this, know you know so why have they you know that, again that's that's the dickhead with his bike helmet on isn't it well yeah they just said just uh, making shit up what figure yeah mm, three and a half, half tonne yeah. because trailers about are right. like about a thousand fifteen hundred kilo depending on obviously you can get the tri- triaxles and the big ones but um yeah we'll just do it at that what's a car weigh fifteen hundred kilos for like just a, a middle of the range yeah yeah that's enough to be honest, actually, no, thinking about it, you could actually tow quite something quite heavy. So it's not the weight including the tow vehicle, is it? Yeah, it's the weight including the tow vehicle. Oh, I know, so you couldn't tow that much then, surely? Well, if the trailer's 1,500 kilos, you can you could, you could could actually probably tow the RS4, yeah? No, because then I'm saying about the car that is towing. Oh, the car, that, oh, you mean... Do you have to include that as well? No, I think it's... Um, it's not the weight of the total, like everything? No, it's... Um, Are you sure? Test to tow a trailer up to 3,500 kilos. So, tow a trailer up to 3,000. It doesn't right. say the total. So, it's not including the car that's pulling it along? No. because oh, right. when Yeah, you could get away with a decent amount then, couldn't you? Because I think on my license, I can do 6,000 kilos, including the tow vehicle. Ah, that's when they was chiseling them out of brick, though, yeah. wasn't it? Back in the day. But, mm. um, yeah, I think, um, yeah, obviously, if you were going to tow... You'd have to double check. I mean, don't take my word for it. I'm just reading off it. That's what it says. I don't know. It might not actually be that. But knowing what your eyesight looks like, it's probably like fifteen hundred kilos, not no, three and a half thousand. No, it definitely fucking says three and a half thousand, dickhead. <laughs> anyway, there's one last thing: a ban on red, <laughs> on red diesel and, and rebated biofuel, whatever the hell. It, I'm not even a reading ban on it. it. A ban on red diesel and rebated biofuel. Not reading it because I'm not asked. Yeah, red diesel's never been allowed on the road though, has it? Yeah, it's for tractors and yeah. shit, isn't it? Agricultural shit. Yeah, stuff that's not on the road. So now you've just bored us to death with oh negging us out. You proper negged us out there, mate, with all it, of you. It was a bit negative, but do you know what? I enjoyed moaning about all that then. I love moaning, mate. Oh, I loves a moan. I love to, it. So people think that I've got the cushy end. Uh no, you've got the shit stick, mate. Massively so. Um, mm. Do you want to know what my my sort of subject is that I wanted to have a chat about? Well, you remember when we went really, to see? I mean, I, me, I, I knew this was coming anyway, right? I knew it was coming in. 
But can you remember when we went to see uh, Shents at Planet Tax? Yeah. And uh, he said that one of the next things that was potentially coming in, well, is coming in. We know it's coming in. When I was in the motor trade, I knew it was coming in because they were gearing up for it. This, have you been sold PCP in the last God knows how many years? Is it the last 10 years? Is something it 2012, like something like that. Right. I've got serious beef for this. I don't know if that's the the right year, but it's it's going back quite a bit. Go on. What? Because you used to sell cars. You, I you did well used to sell cars. This, you? Do you know what? Do you, do you want me to tell you why I'm pissed off about it? Because, I mean, I can only talk for my job, my processes. Um, Jardine, I, I worked at Jardine Motors, and there's going to be people who've had bad experiences, no matter which franchise you've, you went to, what manufacturer, what car you bought. You could speak to 100 people, and 10 of them might go, Audi. My experience at Audi was shit. My experience at BMW was shit. My experience at Mercedes was shit. My experience at Ford was shit. Do you know what I'm getting at, right? Yeah. So I can only talk about the processes and things that I did uh, at Jardine, working at Warrington Audi. Mate, I, right. One thing that blows my mind is that how, how, how can somebody claim against something that they've signed for? So the paperwork's there in black and white, right? You don't have to sign for it there and then. We explain to people, you can take this away. Take the agreement away, read it, come back, we'll sign it. Job, you know, Or if you say, I'm not happy about that, then you don't sign it, you don't have the car. They're the, they're the conditions. If you're not happy with it. Nobody's got a gun to your head saying, you need to buy this car and you need to sign that there. So, can I, I, I know you're going to carry on with this and I don't want to sidetrack it. I just yeah. want to say this before we get onto anything else. Right. The reason people sign stuff so hastily is because a lot of people will be like, oh shit, they, they're actually going to, they're going to give me the finance on this 60,000 pound car. And I remember buying the first um, Q7 back in 2012, it's 54,000. And I remember thinking, wow, this is such an expensive car. Am I actually going to get the finance anyway? Uh, my wife, it was hers anyway, she got it. And I was like, wow. So yeah, you don't, everyone's going to be guilty of not reading through everything properly. Well, I don't, I don't read stuff, mm. but then you can't then, if, if you are not happy with what's in that black and white contract, there's a reason why there's a contract, right? There's an agreement there. There's a reason why. And it's because everything that's in there, you need to know about. And if you don't read it, like they, they can't sit there and go, you must read this before you sign it. They say to you, you need to read it before you sign it, which is what I did. You used to actually have to physically sit there and go through all the key bits, highlight all the numbers, all the bits that you needed to, you know, that were really important. Uh, before they signed it, you had to go for that process. That is virtually spoon-feeding people something that they should be reading anyway. So to then say, oh, well, um, you know, if you've been sold PCP, missold it or whatever, I understand that there's probably some salespeople back in the day. I know it certainly didn't happen while I was at... Um, Warrington Audi, I know it didn't, and I know because Jardine Motors are a big there, and like I say, I can only talk for Jardine, because I've not worked for any other franchise, but Jardine are part of Jardine Matheson, and Jardine Matheson own fucking half of like the Hong Kong um, finances and all that kind of stuff, they own the Mandarin Oriental Hotel chain, they own like, the Jardine Motors Group is like two or three percent of their actual business. Right. And they've got eighty odd 
dealerships, um, Jardine in the UK, I think they've got like 83, 84 dealerships. That might have changed since I was there. I've not been there for a year and a half. But so, And that gives you an idea of the scale of the size of this company. And if you get caught mis-selling somebody something, um, if they were getting caught, you know, doing things they shouldn't be doing, then it isn't just the, the motors side of it, Jardine Motors Group, that would get fucked for it financially. The business as a whole would get fucked, and it's a percentage so of... So the Mandarin, Mandarin Oriental. Man, Mandarin? Jardine, Mandarin Oriental? Ma- Mandarin Oriental, yeah. That'd be like, that could get bulldozed, you know, well, to pay the bills. Well, yeah, I mean, it's they turn over billions and billions and billions of pounds. Jardine Matheson Group is is enormous, right? And it isn't just the motor side of it that would get penalised financially. The whole, the company as a whole would, right? So they were terrified, absolutely terrified of getting caught out with something. So the paperwork was belt and braces. They had, no joke, so they had a, a document with a checklist on that uh, the customer had to sign to say that they have signed the agreements that they needed to, you know, that they've gone through everything, everything's been explained. Um, they've got no questions, you know, nothing. I mean, honestly, the the paperwork was a joke. And that was one of the reasons, there was a few, but one of the reasons why like enough was enough. In the three and a half years I was there, it went from a lot of paperwork to a piss take. And now apparently it's even worse than that. Yeah. But they were terrified of it. So for me now, knowing how the industry was in the three and a half, I know that that was only a small sort of um, uh, chunk of the years that they're saying if you've been missold it within 10 years. I understand that salespeople can... I mean, it ain't just in the motor trade. I know it was rife back in the day and car salesmen talking absolute dog shit. I get it. But then I've been and had to buy all kinds of stuff and you hear the salesman's waffle and you think, you're talking shit to me here, mate. Correct me if I'm wrong because I've only heard bits of this. Um, The only bit that I was interested in, have you been missold PC? Well, fucking yeah. I hope I have because I want some money back. Yeah. Right? But isn't it to do with because the salesperson didn't divulge the fact that they were making commission off the finance deals. I, I don't I don't know the exact... Because I think it is that, you know... But that isn't mis-selling, though, is it? It's the transparency that I think the solicitors have picked up on and these, obviously, it's going... It's a thing now where they're just going to reclaim it and the uh, finance company, VWFS, right? Yeah. Um, they're going to have to obviously pay back. Insu- it's going to be covered under, under insurances, surely. But that's how I got told it. So it was the, you made you made a commission as a salesperson, right? From finance, yeah. And you, loads of other stuff. You also made commission from wheel, alloy wheel cover, mm-hmm. um, paint protection, gap insurance. Any more? Uh, tire insurance. Yeah, tire for punches and stuff like that. Yeah. So at least four. And, and it was the fact that you, as the salesman, salesperson, didn't divulge that information to the... You didn't say, um, I'm going to sell you this gap insurance now. I will make, or the, the company, the Jardine, will make a commission. Right. And I think that's what they're picking up on. So in your opinion then, mm-hmm. how... So, uh, well, the finance agreement for a start, and again, I can only talk from when I was there. So what's that? Say five years ago, I started at Audi, right? Because it was three and... I was there three and a half years. I've been doing this for a year and a half. So five years ago, I was at Audi, right? I started. And the finance agreements, this is purely VWFS, Audi Finance, right? The finance agreements that the customer had to sign clearly stated that um, the, the dealership earned a commission from it. Well, if that's the case, then some of these uh, PCP reclaims are not going to go through, are they? However, 
the I don't think, as far as I'm aware, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I don't think, and I know the finance agreements because I used to, um, I used to do finance agreements and read through them all the time. But the the gap insurance, the alloy wheel insurance, the tire insurance, um, and the body care was different because that was just a that was just a product you were paying for rather than an insurance product. Um, that was like a physical product almost. So that was different. But I don't remember anywhere stating that we earned a commission from that. But it's a bit obvious, isn't it? Well, that was where I was coming to. Um, you taking your time to sell a wheel cover. It's you, You're making money off it. Of course, yeah. You wouldn't go... You'd just be like, fucking sort your own out, mate. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not getting paid for this, so yeah, exactly. I'm not getting involved. And you, as a, a salesperson, you don't have loads of time to actually say, no. Um, right, I found you this alloy wheel cover insurance on the internet and it's through <laughs> whoever. Do you want it? Um, I'm doing you that out of a favour. Yeah, That's on, yeah. maybe something you'd do for your mates, but you ain't going to do it for every customer because time was time was like scarce in there anyway. You was going in on your day off, like I've said before, and you know that. Yeah. So, of course, you're going to be making money off it. Everybody, and that's the thing, I know that, but maybe because I bought that many cars on PCP, I know for a fact the whole machine of buying a car, there's various sections to it, and every little section, someone's making some money off someone. We've got to, businesses can't function without it. And we've already said it a few times, haven't we, that the world goes round by people borrowing money. If yeah. if nobody borrowed money, if people didn't have mortgages, if people didn't have car finance and loans and credit cards and shit like that, the the economy would grind to a halt. Of course it is. The economy but, is based upon uh, borrowing. Well, I mean, of course it is. And so the actual alloy wheel and the gap insurance and all that kind of stuff, these companies haven't got beef with. It's PCP. That's the claim back, right? That's yeah. what they're trying to say. Okay. However... To give you an idea on how Belt and Braces Jardine are, I can't talk for all the dealerships, so this might not be right for for all of them, but I can tell you specifically for Warrington Audi, which based on if it's all the Audi dealerships, it'd be like Manchester Audi, Liverpool Audi, Bolton, Oldham, they're all owned by Jardine. They have completely scrapped gap insurance, alloy wheel insurance, tyre insurance. Really? The only thing that you can buy About additional time. now... The only thing you can buy, time. but nobody's making you buy it. Obviously, you get pitched it, so you know it was it was in our interest to say, yeah, you know, do you want this, that, and the other? I've been pitched it and then made to feel patronised, right? That you know that you need. Oh, really? You've yeah. had a shit. You've had a shit salesperson then. Because yeah. I'd have just put it on and not told you. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> you know, joking. someone's actually done that. Yeah, I do yeah. Um, I mean, I can tell you. I won't tell you dealerships. I could tell you a story about. I'll tell you that in a minute, but. That's how, but that's what I'm saying is how the beef isn't with these little products, right? Yeah, it's the actual main it's PCP. The main PCP. But Jardine are that fucking, they, they're like, right, well, they're on this, which they preempted when I started at Audi. They yep. knew something was coming. Um, so they were like belt and braces with everything to make sure all their ducks were in a row. No doubt it'll be on these smaller little products and they've already fucked them off. Yeah. They're well, like proper. And that's only good for the, do you know what they should do? Really? I mean, this is just me thinking just here and now. I mean, in, in reality, it might not be a good idea. Just offer these people. Here's a little booklet. Yeah. There's a load of local, like, alloy wheel, um, like having an FAQs on a website. Just have it. Oh, I've scratched my wheel. Where can I get it? Well, just search for alloy wheel repairer. These are the ones we work with. And maybe give a few of the local ones where people... You know, and if they want to come back into the dealership, then make make twenty percent on them or whatever. 
But again, it comes back to the fact of they don't want to do that because then you'd have to say, we're making 20% on you. But the thing is, you're not going to do it for nothing. You're not going to get a car in, let the guy come or whoever, take the wheel off, do all the stuff. You're going to make some money on it. I heard years ago that alloy wheel refurbishers were charging the dealers £25 per wheel, yet they're charging the customer £100 a wheel to refurb them. Mm, probably and um, we was getting charged about 40 quid a wheel from Tom but I'm going back 10 years on, ago yeah he yeah. used to do it on site so it was about 40 quid a wheel because um, I only know that because I knew a guy who was doing them and he said yeah this is a 25 quid fix but obviously I have to charge like 100 quid to, yeah. to the end unit it's only because whoever the manufacturer is gives us loads so much work we have to get at, we have to give them that price yeah so, but they're Which, doing like well, shit loads of wheels, aren't they? Well, it's the same as anything. Isn't it? You buy something in bulk, you'll usually get a yeah. bit of a, you know, a discounted rate. Listen, we've said it a million times, haven't we? There's profit's not a dirty word. There's obviously times when that can go, you know, silly when you're making obscene amounts of money from stuff. Um, and car manufacturers do uh, make obscene, and car franchises do make a lot of money from stuff. Like you know, they do. And I'm not saying for for one second that. Things shouldn't be heavily regulated, but they have been he- heavily regulated for a very long time. Um, the, the, it just annoys me that um, people now are going after um, people who do the job I used to do, knowing how hard it was to uh, sell a car to somebody because of the rules and regulations around it, making sure that they were fully clear about you know what they were doing, what they were signing up to spoon feeding them mm. the information out of their finance agreement because they couldn't be asked to read it themselves and now all of a sudden it's like oh have you been missold pcp so then um i mean i'm you know i would never say that pcp is for everybody it's it's not it's definitely not for everybody but pcp is a great product if it's used correctly i've said this to you a few times because obviously you've um got rid of cars way sooner than you should do and been stung with, you know, with um, negative equity and stuff like that. But if it's used correctly from start to finish, it's it's fine. You know, it, it's yeah, the reason why is, um, there's so many brand new cars on the road. Yeah. Everyone's t- on it. I mean, years ago, if you go back before PCP, PCP's been brought out by by the um, the car manufacturers, finance companies like VWFS, mm-hmm. is, is, is Volkswagen, right? Yeah. Who do everything... Porsche, Audi, loads of them, Volkswagen, obviously. They've brought that out to get people in these expensive cars because they know on a HP deal, ain't no one affording a 60 grand car on a, a HP equivalent on, depending on, on the term, but you're paying double. Oh, easier. So if it's £1,000 a month on a 60 grand car on a four-year PCP, it's 2000 on a four-year HP. Yeah. Because obviously you've got some, um, maybe that's not exactly, but, you know, you're paying a considerable amount more over a period of time. Obviously, the limit you've got—I mean, on a sixty grand car, you're paying—you're paying just over ten grand on insu- on um, interest. Mm-hmm. You know, on a PCP. Yeah. If you take that out on a HP over two years, you'll pay a fraction of that. You, you will. still pay some interest, but nobody can afford, you know, a two-year PCP on a, a two-year HP on a sixty grand car is. Straight away, you got to pay thirty grand a year. You, you're going to be paying what's that? Like three, probably about three like and two and a half. half, two and a half grand, and then you've got the insurance on the interest on top. Yeah. So yeah, we'll be yeah. You, you're talking three thousand something. Yeah. yeah, you'll pay the car off real quick, but the sixty grand car, you know, you could get a, you could get a supercar for two and a half grand a month. 
Well, that's why, on a PCP. Well, yeah, because that's why as well. If you go, if you go doing, you know, leasing or HP in a car, to you know, brand new car over two years, on HP, and you you use your um, your figures again at like say it was two and a half grand a year, and you're spending a fortune on the HP, that car ain't going to be worth sixty grand in two years time. So no. although you've saved money on interest, your car's worth fuck all. It's worth probably, I don't know, first year. It's probably going to be worth... Well, they say after four years, give or take, this is just general rule of thumb, it's about 50% of the of the uh, you know the initial value after four years. So if you said it had lost, I don't know, say 15, 20 grand in two years' time, probably would be about 15 grand, give or take. Be about 40, 45 grand, I would have, I would have thought, that car in two years. If you've just spent 60,000 plus your um, uh, interest... And all right, you've saved interest, but that's the, the good thing with PCP is that that fucking car in four years' time could be worth fifty p. It ain't your problem. There's mm-hmm. the keys, Mister Finance Company. You can have a car that's worth nothing. All right, people will go. Well, I've I've just paid out all that money to own a to have a car, but it's only the same as leasing something, or it's the same as buying it cash. And the depreciation every month, if you work that out, all right, you've not got the interest to pay, but that interest in my mind is the peace of mind of knowing that my car's not going to be worth fuck all in four years' time. Do you know what I mean? Well, the thing is, I mean, it's like, yeah, you don't, on a PCP, let's be honest, you ain't never going to own that car. No. Because after four years, 99 times out of 100, probably, maybe 90 times out of 100, you're going you're gonna to want to get rid of that car and change it. Three or four years in, yeah. Because it's a four-year-old car. So if you've got a 60 grand car and then the balloon for argument's sake, is 30 grand, and you paid 30 grand off over that period of time, you're not going to want to put 30 grand down on a car you've had for four years. No. And the manufacturer knows this. That's why they put it... The, 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 the PCP payments always will err on the side of the manufacturer, well, the, the dealership, whoever's doing the finance, because if they say, right, minimum, this car's going to be worth 30 grand, in reality, it's going to be worth 35 as a minimum. Yeah, depends on the car. It depends on. I mean, I used to see because that's cars. why there's a mileage thing on it as well. I used to see cars. This is the thing. Like, you don't know what happens. You remember when um, diesels were the absolute best thing since sliced bread? Everyone was saying they're way better for the environment. Diesels are the dog's bollocks. They're better on fuel. Uh, they're dead clean. All this kind of stuff. Yeah. And everyone was buying diesels. Right? Everyone was buying diesels. So diesels were old in strong money. Um, people, people were PCP and diesels. And within that term, it came out that, oh, actually, we've not been testing for these NOx emissions. So diesels, actually, as, as good as we thought they were, they're awful for the environment. They're not great at all. We need to get rid of these diesels. They're, they're, they're killing everyone. And people were mid-term. I remember when Porsche wouldn't even um, do... So we used to do, like, internal... So Jardine owned uh, some Porsche dealerships. And we used to get, like, McCann's in and, and all kinds of stuff. And they did diesel McCann's, didn't they, and diesel KN's. Yeah, Porsche, loads, wouldn't, yeah. Porsche wouldn't buy them. Not interested. They wouldn't buy them back? They would not buy the cars at all. Wouldn't take them in as Partex. And they wouldn't buy them internally throughout the franchise. Porsche like, no, I'm not interested. It's a diesel. Their own cars. So they wouldn't take their own cars no. back? No. And it was because they were diesels, because it was all really, really bad. Now, within a PCP, obviously that pissed a lot of people off who had these cars because the government had said, you need to all go and buy a diesel because they're the dog's bollocks. And then it turns out that they weren't. Something, something's reminding me about the electric thing now. You need to go and buy an electric. You need to go and buy an electric. It'll be the same. Yeah, it will be, yeah. We're killing the environment because we're, it's we're actually burning. Costing, yeah, it's costing us more coal. to run electric cars than it was diesels. Mm. Yeah. And diesels were bad for us. 
and this is the uh, this is the frustration in it because you know we all we all sort of take the government's advice. I don't know fucking why. Well, I think them days are over. To be fair, I think they are. After yeah. um, after the last couple of years, well, yeah. I mean, I know that the mask rules go tomorrow, don't they? But I've I can't remember the last time I saw somebody wearing a mask inside. No. Well, the thing just, is, with the mask rule, it wasn't even a rule. It was um, uh, it wasn't it like. We suggest you wear a mask. Oh, really? I thought it was a mandatory thing inside. Well, I've not? seen loads of um, right. loads of things about... See, I'm just kicking the fly off the table. <laughs> um, we'll get back onto the car. Just let me talk about that fly. So, so if you watch the previous podcast, we're up in the garage. for the, This is the third one in the garage. Had a wasp nest right up there. And uh, we got some flies hanging around. Are they flies or wasps? The flies. Right. So um, the guy come out. Yeah. And he said, yeah, you've got your wasp nest. I said, what, what about the flies? And he said, so we're talking through, and he said, basically, these flies are waking up because you're putting the heater on. So these flies that are in here... Um, and let there's, me still, just, there's still quite a few. Let me just see if I can remember what he said about the flies, cluster flies they are. Right. So these cluster flies, they, they sort of like hibernate in the little... Um, yeah. In the felt there in the roof. And basically, they go to sleep. Right. They just go to sleep and uh, see you in spring, right? So, obviously, it's not spring yet. It's still uh, winter. But when we put the heater on, they think it's spring. So, they've all woke up. And that's why when you come in here, first thing, and the heater's not on, there's no flies. We're not too bad today, but there's a couple hanging around. And he said, what you need is one of them zappers. He said, I can't do anything about these flies. Right. What so, you, you need, need one of them blue, them blue light things. That, yeah, that, that kills them all. Right. But he said, I said, if I board it all out with the insulation and everything, he said... If you if you plaster it all, yeah, they won't be able to get through. But he said they'll get through the smallest the gap. He's got rid of the wasp nest, so they're definitely not coming back. Well, right. not anytime soon. Anyway. How much did that cost you? Eighty notes. Ah, uh, that's not too bad. But to potentially get stung. Yeah, I'm getting stung either way, aren't I? Really? Well, yeah, eighty quid. So, um, but I've been double stung, triple stung because this is the again, this is the alloy wheel cover and the the paint protection. Right. So the guys like. Um, You've got a badger problem outside. You've got a rat. You've got you. You've got an infestation of rats. I don't um, think there is exact 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 words, because he's looked around and he's like, "You've got rats." I was I wasn't there. My wife told me because I I showed him around this bit, and then he was like, "Right, okay, you need this, need that. I'll sort that out. I'll sort that." Out. I said, "Right, fine, I'll leave you to it." I went back in the house. He then come out, spoke to my wife. So these rats, the rat, um, you know, the the not the. The traps, the mouse bo- trap like things. boxes with the holes in where they can run in and eat the poison or something. That's the one. Yeah. So um, 80 quid. Right. Um, so he's well upsold you here, hasn't he? So basically, yeah, that's times three. He said, I'm going to have to do it over three weeks. Get rid of them all. So basically, the 80 quid um, getting rid of the, the wasp nest is probably going to co- cost me about 240 quid. He's took you for a rate ride, him, hasn't he? So it's I the same. I bet you've got no rats, rats anywhere. He was talking about a top shagger rat, wasn't he? <laughs> he was actually, yeah. He says there's there's the family here. Uh, so the know. mum and dad, dad's a top shagger, that's why there's loads of rats oh, everywhere. Shit loads, yeah. All right. But he's a rat, you know Definitely. what I mean? Yeah, clearly a rat. <laughs> so yeah. but there is holes outside right. that are being dug by the, the um, he's dug up. He's dug, yeah. <laughs> but I should have noticed really, because I thought, well, there's just holes next to the house too. One next to the garage, one next to the house. And I didn't think anything of it. But right. he said, Yeah, you've got got wildlife coming in. Right. But we live on the back of a field. Well, yeah, so you're going to have, aren't you? Shit's going to happen like mm, that. Definitely. I mean, as long as you don't leave the... D- but yeah, badges and foxes and all kinds of stuff. Wow. But we've got a dog coming. You have? And um, Buddy will see him off. He will. The Buddy, Doberman. Buddy, Buddy, what Buddy the Doberman. If, what happens if he comes and he's a proper shithouse dog? 
he's not scared sh- of everything. He's not a shit house. How do you know? He's, I've seen him barking at his at his father. Right. For getting in the way of his food. We've all done that though, haven't we? Yeah, you still do it now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, at least this is sort of like, we've got the, 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 the wasp fly problem sort of like under control. We need a couple of bits. We're going to get this boarded out. Yeah. I'm just reluctant to board this out because I think we're going that way. So all this shit's going to be cut out. So I don't really want to be boarding something. Something's going to be cut out. Fair play. But um, uh, that could be ages down the line. So we'll get it sorted out anyway. So this, again, like we've said before, this is constantly, we're changing. We should have said this at the beginning, really. But we've got the two number plates there and some beer nuts and the Stormtrooper and stuff. And we'll get it at the back. We'll make it all nice. We'll try and, we'll try and, because every time you look, look at this, unless we're wearing something different, it's like, which podcast's that? And it's like, I don't know. But you should know now, this is number four. We might even put on the front, podcast number five for the next one. <laughs> so just so people know, you know podcast what I'm saying? Podcast number five, please. I reckon the thumbnail saying podcast number five on it will probably give it away. There is that as well, just to be on the safe side. <laughs> so go on, back onto the PCP, Miss Soul, because I know it's uh, pissing you off and stuff like that. It does, because I know that, I know that the people I work with uh, particularly... And like I say, I know that that was only a small sort of snippet of the motor trade world and the goings on, right? Because they all used to do, I used to call it selling a car off the off a fag packet, like fag <laughs> packet maths. They used to just fucking, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, three fifty a month, um, you know, on the back of a fag packet. So I know, I know, I got an idea as to what used to go on, but I certainly know in in my era there was absolutely no chance of getting away with anything. There really wasn't. You, it was impossible. You had to be completely clear with everybody and go through everything with everybody. And as I said to you, regardless of that, the paperwork that they were signing had all of the information on. So, like, you know, if so I'll give you a bit of an uh, example. Virgin. So I've got Virgin Media. I've had Virgin Broadband for 18 months and I've been happy with it, to be honest with you. It's been good. I've also got a phone on O2, right? So I've got... Um, he constantly I, moans about that. Well, the signal's fucking shite. But... Um, in my opinion, uh, it's shit. Uh, and do you know what? No, it's a fact. To be on honest, my it's phone, probably a fact. Yeah. On my phone, O2 signal is a piss take. 3G. What is 3G? Doesn't do anything. Full bars. 3G is is. You may as well have no internet. Doesn't work. Nothing yeah. works on O2 3G. It's shit. Anyway, so I got an email saying about Volt. Have you heard of this? So if you've got Virgin broadband and an O2 phone, then they've like O2 and Virgin have teamed up. So you can either um, you or you can get your data on your on your phone doubled, or like your allowance or your speed on your broadband doubled. So I was like, well, I'm already on unlimited data on my phone. You know, I'm like, I'm always on it. Well, so you can always double that. I've got to have unlimited data, double unlimited. But I was on M100, which is 100 meg. I was getting about 110 meg average through me uh, through my router, and uh, it was decent. I was happy with it. But then they said, well, we can double that for you for nothing. So obviously. Thanks very much. Sign so it, me up. It went to M200, right, which didn't really double it. It went from 110 to about 185 meg, I think it was. But even still, still it's decent, free. Yeah. I'm not going to complain about that. I was paying me uh, me £23 a month, £24 a month, £24 a month I was play, paying for my broadband. Well happy, a sound. Got to the 17th of January, and I needed to uh, renew my contracts. My 18 months was up with Virgin. It was going to go up to whatever the piss take price was. I don't know. It was, it was going to be more. So I rang them up and said... Um, uh, what's the situation? I want to uh, renew my contract. I'm happy with the service. I've never had it cut off. It's been sound. The speeds are sound. It's consistent. Decent ping. You still get shot in COD, though. 
Still get shit, but that's just because I'm shit at COD. That's mm. why. Nothing but, to do um, with latency or anything. No, no, I'm just gen- generally shit at COD. But um, they was like, yeah, well, um, we can give you what you've got for the same price. So I was like, happy days. So I'd get 185 meg, £24 a month, another 18 months. I thought, you know, I was happy with that sound. But I said, just out of curiosity, how much is the next one, the next, you know, band up? Never happy, are you? No, well, I was just, you know, because if they'd have turned around to me, which they did, and so oh, it's just a few extra quid, you yeah, know, it's not upsell. loads. Yeah. <laughs> so they said, well, M350, where you should get an average of between 360 and 380 meg, right? So I'd be ju- doubling my broadband speed. They said it's an extra six quid a month. And this is only because you can't be bothered waiting for Pornhub videos to download. No, who wants to wait for that shit? It's 4K HDR now, isn't you it? You've got to take the opportunity, haven't you? got to get it all up in my <laughs> grill like that. Mm. So uh, on my VRs. But um, so I was like, well, so it's £6 a month more to go from 185 meg to between 360 and 380. No brainer for me, that. Yep. No brainer. Doubling my broadband speed. And I'd go be going from 22 meg upload to 38 meg upload, which not that I need upload. I don't really do much of that. That's your job, innit? But even still, £6 a month sold. I'll have that. Spot on. Thanks very much. Cheers. The second I put my phone down, she went, it's active now. We've done it. It's all, it's all ready to go. Put the phone down. Did a broadband check speed thing on my thing. So it had gone down to 150 meg. So I was averaging 185 meg on the M200. Just paid him an extra six six pound a month, and it's gone down to one fifty. So I'm like, oh, I probably just need to give it a bit of time to settle in. And um, tried it the next day, tried it the next day, tried it the next day. One thirty, one forty meg. This can't be right. So anyway, I rang him up, and um, you can't get through to anyone. You cannot. It's like impossible to get through. The call kept dropping off. I managed to get through to one person. He was like, fucking hell. Um, you need to reset your router and then the phone dropped off because it must have been on Wi-Fi calling or something, I don't know. But I'd been trying on and off for about two or three weeks to get this um, sorted out. By the way, I renewed my contract before the 17th of January because I realised it's not been three or four weeks. But I've been trying for about three weeks to get it sorted out. And um, anyway, I managed to get through to somebody and they went, I'm not going to lie to you. Right, so basically implying that the last person had done, because the last person <laughs> said to me, "It's not a good sign." Well, the last person said to me, "Monitor over the next twenty-four hours, and if it's still down, um, get back to us." So anyway, I did, and it was still shit. So I rang up, and the, the person said to me, "I'm not going to lie to you, um, but we like you shouldn't have been told to monitor it." She said, um, "Your, your, sp- so we don't guarantee a Wi-Fi speed at all, no matter what plan you're on, right?" It's only a wired connection, so an Ethernet connection. Yeah. Okay. So I was saying to her, sound, that's fine with me. No problem. I can't plug anything in uh, Ethernet-wise. The only thing I've got is my Ubiquiti router that's telling me I'm running 140, 150 meg. Well, that doesn't count because it's a third-party router. Right, okay. Um, So basically I said, well, my frustration is I'm paying you more money now for slower speed, even though I've gone up a band. So regardless of what you're guaranteeing me or not, I understand you're saying that you can't guarantee me a speed, um, but it's like I'm getting less, paying more money so on, a, on a higher band. Six quid a month extra to get about 60 meg less or something yes. like so that. So had I have known this was going to happen, I'd have just said to the person, just put me on, just keep me on just what I'm on. It yeah, at 24 quid a month. I pay £24 a month if it goes down a little bit, whatever, because I realise I'm getting it free anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so she was like, no. And then she said to me, 
well, you're out of your 14 days cooling off now anyway. So you can't, because I said, fuck it off. I want to go back. I, I just want to cancel it because she was being a proper smart ass. And, and that's because I can't get through on the phone for two weeks. Exactly. Yeah. But this is what I'm saying to that's you. That's why right? I do it. So that's in the agreement that I, I um, signed up for on the phone and it's black and white. She's turning around and saying to me, even though I've been trying to get this sorted out, she turned around to me and gone, no, no, you're out your two weeks cooling off period. There's nothing you can do about it now. You're in contract. And you know the problem you've got is? What? They know they're the only ones that can supply the, the fibre. Yeah, it is. It is. Sky's, the Sky is saying the that they've got Sky uh, uh, fibre, but it's not, it's not as good. They've got a monopoly. Where we Basically, are, it's, it's only a, up to fibre. Fibre monopoly. But and they know that. The moral to that proper shit and long-winded story was that I signed a contract and I'm in an agreement and I can't get out of it even though I'm paying more money for slower speeds than I was before. And that's just how it is. Yeah, but the thing is, you you will try and go somewhere else next time. Oh, with, without a fucking shadow of doubt. Once you're out of your contract. Not just because the speed is... On. Yeah, not just because I'm paying £6 a month more for slower speeds, but because of that fucking girl's attitude on the phone. Yeah. And that it was just like black and white. It was like computer says no. Rather than being a bit empathetic, that's all you want with customer service, well, they're just, isn't it? They're reading off a script. There's no, yeah. like, like you say, there's no... There's no like, oh, I can see the, the human side of it. You've, we've fucked you over. It's like, this says this, I've got to say that, and I've got to say the other. It's just like, you know, deviate a little bit, but they can't. Cause no. I mean, they're doing the job. But the thing is, they they probably love that job. They love telling people, you're out of your contract. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. You're, you're, out, you're, cooling, you're cooling off. You're cooling off. Yeah. So, so we can't cancel your contract. There's another 17 months worth of... And like what I'm trying to get at is that, um, you know, is there going to be in three or four years' time where you miss old Virgin Media Broadband? Fucking and I'd be right, like, yeah. well, yeah, I, you know, I, I understand their their um, speeds that they guarantee and all that kind of shit. I understand that, right? Had I not have had broadband with them already for 18 months that was faster on the on the thingy tier down on the slower speed, I wouldn't be asked. Well, but yeah, I agree. You wouldn't be up. because you've, you've had nothing to compare to. All I'm going to say is... I would love to pay 30 quid a month for 130 <laughs> meg or whatever the shit speed you're getting um, and 30 meg up. I'm paying 80, 89 quid a month for a satellite and um, I've also got a 4G connection because the 4G connection was that shit, only one person can use it. So I got the satellite just for work. So I'm paying the best part of, what, £130 a month? Mate, I've got no, I've so got, I've got no sympathy for you. No, I've got no sympathy for you. That's what you get when you're living on your own island. <laughs> fucking hell, an island now. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Surrounded by you know fucking acres and acres of ocean. I don't know how you measure ocean, but in and a lot of ocean and shit. That's mm. what you get. There's just you, your massive house, and a lighthouse. I'm not surprised your internet's so expensive. Well, if that's how you look at me, then <laughs> I can't change that, can I? You would live on an island on your own if you could, though, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'd just have me a little few things there. I'd have a Nando's. Um, I'd have a little local pub. We're no dickheads, though, so you won't be allowed. You know. Um, yeah, make sure I've got internet. You won't get internet on a little piss-ass island. That's why you've own, not got you? internet now, mate. I, c I couldn't deal with it. I couldn't deal with no internet. They say teenagers. It's like, oh, they're just internet. Fucking adults are the same as yeah. well. He's the worst one. If internet. he's not got any internet, wherever we go somewhere, he's like, fucking hell, 3G, fucking hell, no Wi-Fi. It's like a bear with a sore head. No, do you know what? My life now, I was on my phone a lot before this. Uh, I can't really class it as a job, can you? Fucking about on oh, YouTube. You, you but, do fuck all. But <laughs> I was on my phone a lot anyway. But now, you know, when they're replying to people and comments and uploading pictures and 
speaking to people on Instagram and now Patreon's been added to that, which is on my phone and I speak to you guys and post stuff on there as well. And everything is on my phone, everything. So if I um, lost my phone or the internet or anything, yeah, you feel completely disconnected from everyone. It's such a habit now as well. You pick your phone up. Have you ever picked your phone up on an aeroplane that doesn't have any internet? So say you're going to Spain or something like that, no internet, right? And you just pick it up and you think, what the fuck have I just done that for? <laughs> yeah, you just go like, I don't you look at the time, realise you've got no internet. Oh, right. fuck's sake. I'm not playing candy, playing candy Crush anymore. I'm fucking bored of that. Yeah, Mahjong, you know. innit, all day. So it is, it, that's all it is. It's games, yeah. innit? Yeah. Which is fine because a smartphone, that's what you do on, on a smartphone. You can do games. You can't do it on the old Nokias, can you, and stuff like that. Nope. But a phone without internet is a pointless piece of hardware. Mm. It's a twelve hundred pound phone, iPhone thirteen Pro Max, is it? I think yeah, thirteen hundred thirteen hundred pound. You might as well be three quid because without yeah. any internet, yeah. it's it's a useless piece of equipment. You'd weigh it in, wouldn't you? It's pointless, yeah, yeah. absolutely pointless as a device. So that's how the society that we've that we are in now, mm-hmm. and um, as as advantages as well as disadvantages, but. I'd rather be connected than unconnected. Yeah, definitely. Or disconnected. Although I do often wonder what it'd be like, you know, when they say about, you know, when you see, I think you see it on Facebook sometimes and you see like an amazing house or like just an amazing place somewhere out on its own. Um, and they go, would you stay here for a week, but with no phone? And you're like, oh my God, that place is amazing. No, thank you. But I don't think I could. Well, you go to the gym, right? Every now and then, the Ophelis, around the corner, it's got the swimming pool, sauna, hot tub, the gym, it's got all the amenities. Amenities? Amenities, yeah. Yeah. And um, you still <laughs> need your phone. In the pool. In the pool, yeah. <laughs> so, that's my case. You yeah. definitely still need I don't internet. fucking swim in the pool, do I? I just sit there and kick my legs a bit. And on the side, I'm like, ah. <laughs> I mean. Can't help it. Like you've said, like you keep mentioning to everyone, I'm away next. Well, in t- tomorrow actually, I go to London. Why and are you bringing that up? I was then, trying to, I was trying to like brush that under the carpet for you, mate. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <dickhead. laughs> um, I've got internet on the plane. I've got internet. That's when you know you've paid a fucking lot for your seat. How much was it? Where are you going? What are you going in first class, aren't you? Yeah, you don't f- fuck about me. Oh my god, you fucking remember bets, your roots, you pal, Gorton. Right. You're from. I we went, we went right. So the story is, and this is genuine, God's honest truth, right? We went to Dubai, business class. I'd never been on a flight with a with a bed, right? Yeah. Never, never even got close to it. Yeah, they give you the upgrade price in the airport. It's like fucking hell, how much? Yeah, and I've never bothered doing it. I just can't justify the price. So we did it on there, and it was a cheap upgrade. It's I think like it was four hundred quid, quid. Yeah, four hundred pound each. Yeah, decent and, that, isn't it? For, for an eight-hour flight, seven-and-a-half-hour yeah. flight, oh, whatever yeah, it was. worth in ale, I think. Oh, yeah. You, we, and tell you what, A380, absolutely amazing. Yeah. It's the best flight I've ever been on. Don't sit by um, the bar, though. Fucking round no. bunch. It's like Weatherspoons. Oh, it's ridiculous. But, yeah, amazing flight on an Amer- amazing aircraft from an ama- amazing, like, flight operator, em- Emirates. They don't fuck about on there. Everything's amazing. Even the toilets downstairs. Mm. You know, you went down and it was like, I mean, this, this is on an aircraft. Mad, aren't I think they? they had a shower and everything. Yeah. And I know you get that in the proper first class. So we did that and it was a good price. I've not been able to go back since. What's a normal cattle class? Yeah. I went to New York, had to do business on that. How was that? Bed. Who'd you fly with? Air Lingus. Air Lingus. How was that business class? It, it was all right. Just all right. But it was all right. Obviously, you got the bed. It was no Emirates, right? But I tell you what, the thing with Air Lingus is because you're on an A321, 
It's only a small aircraft. To be fair, when I looked at it in the airport, I thought, is this going to make it across the Atlantic? <laughs> I'm not even joking. Yeah, propellers. <laughs> yeah, two. Well, two jets, basically. <laughs> Jet engines. But I looked at them engines and I thought, there's just the aircraft in general, I thought, surely that's borderline. And do you know what? You can do way further. Right. Yeah, it can do, like, New York's, like, is it two and a half, three thousand miles? I think it do 5,000 miles, this aircraft. I was mm. like, but I don't think it make Vegas. Right, okay. So it can go a distance, but it can't go the, the full lot. Right. So uh, the aircraft was small, so there's only 12 seats in business, and there's no first class, so business is technically first class. And there's only a curtain between you and the, the cattle class behind, you know, right. the paupers. Yeah. And... um You've changed. <laughs> so, I, hey, I've been in the pauper class, me. I've, I fucking know exactly what it's like in there. And so we were sat there. The service was the best service I've had on any aircraft. In fact, I would say it's the best service I've ever had on an aircraft. On Aer Lingus, yeah. On Aer Lingus. Were they all Irish? No, there wasn't actually. Oh. Um, there was, no, I don't think any of them were, to be honest. Oh. Probably just a pilot. Um, but yeah, the stewardess. That's not um, something you want to hear over the tannoy, is it? <laughs> no. It's like, yeah, we just fucking. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Don't ask us for advice on how to fly this aircraft. <laughs> how <laughs> but, the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, she, uh, the, 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 uh, the lady that was serving us and stuff, because there was only about, well, including us four, because I went with my daughter and a friend and the wife. So there was four of us, and then there was probably four other people. Maybe not even that, three other people. So basically, we had we just had I don't I forget her name now. This this woman just coming out. Are you okay? Do you want to top up on that? Do you want some more of this? Do you want more? And she literally looked after us really well. And then she was with us on the way back, which was same good. woman. Yeah, really. Because you just have a bit of banter, don't you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Because you lost the case on the way out, so he was like, "Oh, did you get your case back?" And everything. when the stewardess is losing her case, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, you know that it's not just you then. It's don't not it? just they're getting fucked over as well. Yeah, but like could, probably comes back to Aer Lingus. Irish, you know, mm. it's like cases, uh, just throw it on anything. <laughs> <laughs> so I think hers went to like fucking Baghdad or something like that. Who knows? But anyway, she got a case back, which was in New York for three days. Right. She's not having any, any, any stuff. Didn't she not have a pull along thing? They all have them. They all look dead cool yeah. going through the airport with the pull along things, don't they? Yeah, but that was it. Giving it that as to going through the airport. Presume she don't put all the shit in it. Yeah, they, that's what they're doing. It. Yeah. But um, yeah, amazing um, service. The, the cabin was, I mean, it, it was okay. Yeah. I'd just say okay. But Emirates, the cabin was amazing. Yeah. The service was obviously good. Yeah. But um, I'm going with uh, Virgin. Right. Uh, yeah, Virgin first class, 747, upper deck. Come on, I need to know how much that was. For, to, so you, you're going first class to Vegas and back? Yeah, 5,200. Each? No. 2,600 each return. Just for the flight? Just for the flight. Fuck me. Yeah, but it's a 10, hour, 10 and a half hour flight there, nine and a half on the way back. So... That is 20 hours. Yeah. Yeah. 20 hours flying at 5,200. So 260 pounds, 130 pounds an hour each. Yeah. Mm. Are we on that? Well, it's cheaper than a plasterer, isn't it? Is that right? Oh, yeah. that's day rate, isn't it? I'm thinking day rate, not hour rate. So, an hour. An hour. Oh, yeah, it is an hour. Fuck me having your pants pulled down there, Bob. So if I, if I drink 130 pounds worth of alcohol every hour, I'm, I've broke even, haven't I? Yeah, but you've got to drive when you get there, haven't you? Minor complication. <laughs> and to be fair, if I drank 130 pounds worth of alcohol every hour, I probably wouldn't be able to drive for the whole nine days in there. I'd want I'd want Jeeves to be greeting me at the airport for <laughs> fucking five and a half grand, man. Well, with um, Virgin uh, Upper Class or Upper Deck, whatever the hell it's called, I think you can get a chauffeur service as yeah, well. Yeah, you need that shit. That's yeah, good, that. I mean, you I, can get I on it taking, on the plane. Taking the piss a little Why? bit, isn't it? 
I mean, I'm not like I'm supposed to be like um, a celebrity, but you know, we can't we can't be traveling in limos, can we? Yeah, yeah, we can for five and a half bags. Hell yeah, I'd I mean, get on that. People keep saying when they meet us, like, "Oh, you guys, you're amazing!" Oh, I can't believe I've met my idols in real life. Do you know what Ash said to me before? What? So I did. Have we, I could, I'm we, joking, by the way, saying that we're not celebrities. Nor does anyone come up to us saying, "Well, I've met my idols." And you'd stuff. be surprised. So is these two dickheads from YouTube? Ash, um, I rang Ash before. Did I ever explain who Ash was? Uh, he's the Ash one who, is the mechanic. Basically, he's my mate. I've known for he built your M3 track car, didn't he? Ten years now, yeah. And yeah, I, it's 10 years, actually. I was struggling with the Clio, couldn't get it started. I think I told you bef- earlier on in the podcast, can't remember what I said, I'd chat that much shit. But anyway, um, he come, I, I rang him, and obviously I've not got his number, he's not got my number, and I rang him up before, and he went, and I was like, hey, up, uh, Ash, it's um, Ben. Um, I do the videos with Lee, I didn't say it's Lee's mate, because... Mm, well, technically, bit of lying, a stretch. Yeah, a bit of a stretch. I was like, I do the videos with Lee, he was like, he went, oh, fucking hell, you're all right, mate. And I was like... Yeah, yeah, are you? I said, I know it's a bit of a random conversation. He went, well, it's not every day a celebrity rings you on your mobile phone. <laughs> I did tell him. Uh, he's a sarcastic <laughs> fucker, though, to be fair to him. <laughs> he does actually want to get in on some videos. Does he? So years ago, when at first... wanted by to... fixing some shit if he wants. Well, that's the thing. Years yeah. ago, when I first wanted to do this YouTube, so probably going back about four years ago, I said, Ash, do you want to be on these videos? And he's like, yeah. Because I said, you can be the grumpy mechanic. <laughs> because everything I used to take to him, he used to fucking complain. It's like, can't fucking believe you brought me this. Why can't you just bring me stuff that fits? Why is it this one? So everything that I give it, he's like moaned about everything, but it's funny. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he's literally moaning at me for everything. Like, why have you brought me these brakes? Don't fucking, why is that this, that? So anyway, I thought that'd be, that'd be YouTube gold, that one. Oh yeah. We need to get him on. You know, because um, obviously we don't moan about anything, do we? It's you, mate. You're, yeah. you're, you'd make an Olympic sport out of it if you could. <laughs> so yeah, watch, um, you, well, to keep an eye out on the channel, you may see, if you see Ash, the grumpy mechanic, because I'll have his little name tag, <laughs> that's Ash, the grumpy mechanic. How old is he? I don't know, 30, 30s. Don't know. Similar age to me? Yeah, probably is very, very similar age really? to you. Yeah. I don't actually know. All right. I'm not surprised he's grumpy if he's had to work with you for 10 years. Well, he hasn't. That's the thing. Just okay, little bits no. has made him grumpy enough. Because you're buying shite and saying, can you just make that fit that, please? Well, he's a good mechanic. He'll do it, he literally, he's, he does all the, well, he knows the BMWs, Mercedes, does all the, like, the Prestige stuff, because that's where he used to work in Warrington, he used to work at Prestige. Oh, he did, yeah, 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 yeah. So they do, like, German specialist stuff, so, you know, if if you don't know him, Prestige Auto Repairs in uh, Hoyle Street. He's another grumpy mechanic, isn't he? What's his name? Oh, Nigel's, yeah. Nigel. If you catch Nigel on a bad day, you, you'll know about it. <laughs> and the East Sound, he's just like... All the same, and it's just, just the same attitude all the time. But yeah, uh, Nige, when you go in, if he's having a fucking bad day, he's like, fucking shit's going everywhere. <laughs> but um, yeah, I get stressed out a little bit. But very good at all the German stuff, Merck, Volkswagen. I think Andy's, Andy's Volkswagen specialist, because that's yeah. where he used to work, and Nige is uh, BMW, that's where he used to work. Right. Obviously, he's a master tech, so they know everything, and obviously been doing that. So yeah, if you're in the Warrington area, and uh, you don't, you probably do know about them, they really... Sort of like well established, so yeah. Um, that's where Ash used to work years ago, right? If I should I give people a very quick update on the house situation? Whose house? The one? Oh, I think I might have done actually. I think I've already told you all that it's sold. Why can I not remember what I've spoken about? Well, yeah, you was looking at a house. It's you was going to buy it. It's sold anyway, mm. so forget it. Yeah, uh, yeah. There Fuck might it. be another one. I I rang Redrow and they was talking 
about £430,000 for a three-bed detached, and I nearly fucking fell off my armchair. Well, by the time you got your finger out of your ass and looked in your wallet and thought, fucking hell, this other one at three hundred grand, it's sold. You need to be quick. You need to act quick. I know. I want a man cave now, and the missus is trying to cop block it, and I'm, I'm, I'll be persistent guys so you leave that with me and we can still do like a bit of a build video type thing on on getting my man cave built yeah. i'm working on it um i just need to slap her about a little bit or find somebody that's what, big enough to about slap her a bit about more. a bit yeah probably oh, fucking you get twatted you <sighs> uppercut she'd use that strength we was talking about <laughs> the long strength yeah <laughs> she would so oh, yeah. I think that's that's about it now for this podcast. Yes, we are probably we waffling are done. on for two hours and a bit. Well, it's nearly five o'clock. It's going to be dark outside. It will be dark outside. Okay, now. So we um, got no electric left to run these lights or this podcast studio. So and this heater's costing a fortune, mm. and it's, it's absolutely no difference. Absolutely useless. It's made the it's made the bottom of the desk hot. <laughs> that's about it. It has actually. We should have put our hands on there. Mm. So uh, yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for listening, watching, and stuff, and. I'm just, while I'm just fading this out, don't know what that does. There you go. There you go. The end of the podcast. <laughs> oh, the end of the podcast should be this. Yes. Everyone's like cheering. Thank yeah. fuck for that. You've <laughs> done. Yeah. Cheers. Right. So thank yeah. you once again to every single one of you. I think we're still on um, 98. Let me just check very quickly. I'm sure we're still on 98 patrons. Thank you very much to all 98 of you. Um, much appreciated and, uh, it is very much appreciated yeah you're going to go and spend your patron money in Vegas yep all, I am going to spend that three pound <laughs> no seriously um, we um, we do appreciate everybody signing up and this is our little community we've got the community on YouTube yep. which is an amazing community but this is the hardcore community mm. this is you guys that are willing to support us uh, financially um which we do appreciate, and especially Ben needs it because he wants his house. And if you've seen where he lived, you know, I'm sure there's a couple of you living in a worse place than Penketh, you know. <laughs> fucking gobshite. Well, everyone knows you live in Penketh. Do they? Well, they do now. Well, it's a fucking fair. big enough place, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, we'll be all right. Jesus Christ, you've, you, he had the RS4 in Penketh, bright blue with evil <laughs> GT on it and everything. He's like, oh, nobody knows I live in Penketh. He's like, you fucking live in Penketh. Everyone knows. <laughs> Uh, so anyway this up. is the end of the podcast no one's listening no, no that's true yeah they've well fucked it off by now so, thank you very much to cheers, every guys. one of you and uh, we shall see you on the next one if you um, if you're still listening to this now on your way to work and you've been driving for two and a half well two hours ten minutes probably should get a new job yeah get a new job or otherwise just try and have a nice day in work because yeah. fuck me <laughs> that's a long drive that is <laughs> see you later bye bye Ciao.